Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 23 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and AR. And I'm so happy to have her back again. Tatiana, how are you doing? I'm doing well, a little bit sleepy, but <laughs> still, um, you know, the topic we're going to discuss today is absolutely worth it. Absolutely. And actually, we're going to discuss three topics, right? Quest 3, Quest 3, and Quest 3. So I am absolutely looking forward to it. It's going to be a great show hopefully. But with mm -hmm. the topics, yes, I do believe so. Yeah. And also with me, Sebastian Ang, the founder of MRTV and the host of this podcast. Yeah, I'm doing really fine. I'm, I can't wait to talk about the Quest 3. I haven't done so live on MRTV on the English channel yet. I've done so on the German channel, but I'm looking forward to, yeah, to talk with you about everything, right? Mm -hmm. the, the MetaConnect, what we, what we learned about the Quest 3 and obviously also like your, um, your experiences with the device because you tried it and wow, I can't wait to find out about it. Yes, yeah. yep. right. So for all of you out there who don't know what this podcast is all about, well, it is a podcast all about VR and AR and mixed reality and all the good stuff, all these immersive technologies and we are live streaming this show every Saturday here on MRTV. The timings right now are shifting a bit because, well, I'm in different time zones right now here and there. So that's that. But you can listen to this as an audio podcast everywhere where you can find audio podcasts. And if you love this show, it would be so amazing if you would give this podcast a five-star review on iTunes or on Spotify so that more people can find us. So get out your iPhone or iPad find the podcast app, check out the Next Dimension podcast and give us a five-star review if you enjoy this podcast so that more people can find us. All right, before we get into the Quest 3 topic, <laughs> the, the, <laughs> only, the only topic today, I would like mm. to ask you, Tatiana, how was your last week? What did you do? Um, so last week actually was busy of me kind of pulling my thoughts together about the Quest 3 because... As you know, I've had, you know, the pleasure of trying it early and it was embargoed and right. uh, I could say a thing, which was really, really hard because there was so much to say. So I was kind of just um, trying to organize everything, like all the impressions that I had about this headset, put it together in one video. And right. I'm so far, I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. But but there are some things that I haven't tested and um and those, you know, will be kept for when I actually have the device and I'll be able to check them out, like all of that. Right. Um, I guess, yeah, I, last time I mentioned that I was trying the motion rig and it's still pretty, pretty fun to play. But it, it almost like people don't care about anything right now except for Quest 3. <laughs> exactly. Oh, <laughs> really? No matter, yeah. no matter what I talk about, like I try to talk about Pimax, I try to talk about Unity, I try to talk about the motion rig. People are like, no. <laughs> Give us Quest 3 news. Give us Quest 3 content. We yeah. don't want to watch any of that. So like, wow, okay. I played a really cool game uh, uh, the other day. We don't day care about it. 
Yeah, like Dungeons of Eternity. It's a really nice dungeon crawler, you know, with like generated. How is it on Quest Three? <laughs> How is it? On the... Yeah, I haven't tried it on okay. the Quest Three. I tried it just before. I played with Adam Bomb Bomb Body and Gingas VR, and we okay, had a lot cool. of fun. Perfect. And like nobody cared about any of that. So. Right. It's pretty interesting how, yeah, we have so many different headsets. We have so many different experiences. So technically, Meta is getting like uh, um, a competition and they have to try harder. Yet, even before the headset was released, people were just completely sold on it. People were just like, give us Quester news. Nom, 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 nom. That's all we want. <laughs> what kind of competition so, does uh, Meta have right now? Um, I mean... <laughs> There are other headsets, I guess. There's like Pico News. There was Visor News. I didn't even cover Visor News, unfortunately. All right, I'm right. Like, you know what? Yeah. That's a pretty there's, interesting there's topic. There's Pimax, right, right. standalone mode, which technically, you know, standalone mode. But uh, um, Well, there's a slight <laughs> difference between the standalone mode of the Quest 3 and the Pimax. Yeah. I would say it's a, it's a big difference. It's like, a, it's like <laughs> a whole world of difference. Yeah. So... Yeah, so I guess that's what I've been doing. You know, I've I've been trying to cover other other um, things. So, for example, right now I already have the video ready about uh, WebXR. Uh, um, you know, I was just exploring applications that can be run from the browser, like VR. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, that's good. That's pretty cool. Yeah, right? and um, and I was actually reached out by uh, Felix from Meta Reality Labs, who had a talk at during the Meta Connect about using um mixed reality technologies in webxr which i think is really cool because there are some um websites out there like webxr ones that you can run on any device that supports uh, a browser i guess a browser has to support webxr technology exactly too. exactly but yeah. then, then when you run it then it's like mixed reality i didn't think that it was possible Wow. And uh, uh, so I made a video about that, but I'm holding it off just a little bit. Uh, I'm going to post it when I think the time is right. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Wow. Mixed reality. Yeah. It, finally, it starts. In my opinion, the whole mixed reality topic is going to finally start now for us consumers. You mm -hmm. know, like, wow, the, the, the Quest 3 is going to be the catalyst for this. And I'm excited because yeah. this is mixed reality TV for, for all the people out there. Yeah, MRTV. It's finally going to be. Finally. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, had to, I had to wait for all these years. Yeah, finally. MRTV. We're starting some now. Channel, <laughs> some channels are actually changing their titles, you know, like oh, really? Kiss and Cherry VR became Kiss and Cherry XR. Oh, really? You're I didn't even on know. The other, yeah, on the other, like you are just living up to <laughs> yeah, your. Finally, your for names. the promise, exactly. Welcome to Mixed Reality TV. <laughs> you know, at, yeah. the, at, at the very beginning, um, this this I, I said Mixed Reality TV to this channel. Then I said MRTV, but probably now I should go back to Welcome to Mixed Reality TV. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I have to think about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's no way I can change mine. I will always be dis Discover. <laughs> discover is amazing. It's still virtual reality. I can say Discover XR, but that would be redundant. I feel yeah, like right. I'm okay. I'm okay with my name. I'm, I'm happy with it. <laughs> it's a good name. It's yeah. a good name, yeah. And you, so, Disco XR wouldn't make so much sense, right? Because you wouldn't discover things anymore. You would discover things, so that doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would be coining some words there. I'm discovering <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. all the mixed reality experiences. <laughs> oh, my God. It depends so on funny. how you look at it. Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah, that was my week. Uh, okay, um, cool. I wonder how your week went, Sebastian. Yeah, also good. Also good. Um, 
I did make some video that did has, have nothing to do with Meta. Actually, I was talking about the Pimax, that they now have a new version for mm. um, <laughs> for the sim racers that doesn't come with the controllers. <coughs> so for people who, who don't want to use the controllers but are just into sim racing, they can now get it, and it's a bit cheaper. It's pretty interesting for those mm -hmm. people who are yeah sim racing, of course. Then... I covered the, the Meta Connect live, actually, but in German language for, for the German uh, people. And that was pretty mm. interesting because all the, the German YouTubers, we came together and made this huge stream with Voodoo and some others. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was really fun. We had a good time. But unfortunately, mm. the, the, the whole the Meta Connect, it was kind of long, the keynote, and there was so many other stuff that has, had nothing yep. to do with our beloved uh, Quest 3, <laughs> with our beloved VR stuff. So we, 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 we got kind of like bored by that and we felt bad about it. So that was mm. bad. Yeah, we'll talk about this in a moment. Yeah. Know, I, I'm actually, yeah, I had the same feeling and okay, I okay. was fully, I was fully like planning on streaming it as well because oh, I always like streaming it. Events. And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, my baby has colics. He's super fussy. He's like okay. crying a lot. Right. And I just thought I cannot commit for an hour or an hour and a half stream. And then I'm watching the stream and I couldn't even finish it because it was so long. And I'm like, right. Jesus Christ, I'm so glad I didn't like let down my community. If I would start the stream and I would have to cut it short, that would have been a disaster. So I'm just like, you know, I love you all. I really wanted to stream this, but Baby it's, had other plans, and and then I'm like, okay, this is super long. I I'm glad I didn't right. do it. And then so they even started like half an hour later. Like we were streaming together with yeah. Voodoo, the German creator, mm -hmm. and he also like um, already got all the news beforehand, and he had some videos scheduled. You know, mm -hmm. he was told exactly when he's allowed to to publish the videos. And then while we were live streaming, he had to change. The, the the timing of these videos he was super stressed so yep. yeah yeah actually, yeah actually were... what happened is that yeah they weren't he was not the only one because there were also right. some creators that actually were at meta connect during that time oh yeah they were right. just sitting checking their discord messages or something that the embargo has been lifted so it's been a disaster right right I'll, i'm just gonna leave it at that i'm not going to say what happened so, and so while they involved, were but... while they were live there they had to like reschedule their videos on their mobile devices oh no yeah oh no yeah that is yeah that sucks oh my goodness that sounds it was stressful. really really bad that sounds yeah, really so stressful. i feel like it happened uh maybe two years ago that meta connect was like delayed by 30 minutes or something like that i feel like it's not the first time and whoever is responsible still hasn't been fired. <laughs> right. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's strange. But of course, if it's a live event and not a pre-recorded one, it's more understandable that there would be some kind of delays. Of course. Life is volumes live. and volumes of people. Of yeah. Course. So I guess it's fine. It's just it really sucks because um, yeah, we were waiting like minute from minute when we can post our videos. Of course, of course. Wow, that that sounds indeed stressful. <laughs> I just saw Voodoo there, and he was like, he couldn't look anymore in the camera. He was just like like typing away, and and he couldn't say why, right? <laughs> no, 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 he couldn't do it. He's like, ah, oh. 
I have to do something really quick. I have to order some. I want to order some pizza. <laughs> it was so funny. It was so funny. Yeah. Anyways. I have to check out that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like every it's, single it's person so who was, every single person who was live streaming, who was invited to to right. New they York for London to check it, they were all like. In a, in a very like frantic way trying to change it so yeah exactly yeah but yeah well life is live right that's that's the exciting part of doing something live and i think i think it's cool that that the meta connect was live and not just some recorded stream so these mm -hmm. kind of things happen yeah yeah right so i was doing that live stream and actually during the live stream we were kind of disappointed that they didn't give more time to the quest right but yeah. then I slept the night over it and I looked at the specs and then I made a video about the device itself, what I think about it, and that was very positive because actually, in my opinion, they nailed it. But we, we're going to talk about that uh, during today's show and well, then I made a video about why I think the Quest 3 is even better than I, than I thought because it has some specs that I didn't expect, right? Like dual displays where I thought it had only one, so yeah. Good stuff. Very exciting stuff. So, so that is really, really cool. Yeah, that, that I did. And then obviously I'm still, still working on my startup, right? I'm trying my tech. So I was again, super busy. I'm now onboarding the first people that I invited for the US. And yeah, we have the first experiences online in the United States of America, America. So if you go to trymactech.com, you can now already check out the the haptics vest at Ender's Experience. You can check out the Pimax, of course. And yeah, also the Pimax here at Ben's venue, uh, venue VR Venture. And he just got his first uh, booking just like 10 minutes ago. So congrats mm. to Ben for getting his first uh, booking here. And so, so the first red markers appear here on on the map, which is cool. So for all the people who don't know yet what is Trimatech, Trimatech is my new project. It's an Airbnb for tech gadgets, especially for VR headsets. So in the future, if you want to check out a Crystal, a PSVR 2, a Quest 3, well, you could simply book an experience and get expert advice from people who love it. Or on the other mm -hmm. side, if you want to earn some money with your tech gadgets, with your Crystal or with your Quest 3, you can also do it on TryMyTech. So you sign up and then you offer these kind of experiences for people around you who want to check out the device and well, they will pay a little fee. So go to TryMyTech.com. Yeah, that is my little plug that I'm going to put here every 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 single time now here. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. You're, you're your own sponsor now. I'm, I'm yeah, <laughs> exactly. I should totally pay your money for that, for being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the great thing, one, one last thing, I will allow public signups starting from the 10th of October. So this kind of invitation phase is going to stop and people will simply be able to sign up on the 10th of October, for example, with their brand new Quest 3. So all the people outside there, if you're wondering, hey, should I buy the Quest 3 because it's a bit more expensive than I thought? Well, simply take it as an, as an investment and earn some money on TrimaTech. So if you're wanting, should I, or if you're wanting, should I get the small version of the Quest 3 or the big version? Go for the big version because you can earn some money on TrimaTech.com by showing the device to other people, giving them advice, probably allowing them to, um, to check between the PSVR 2 and the Quest 3, which one do they want? So open your experience on TrimaTech.com starting from the 10th of October when you get your brand new Quest 3, you can simply 
go there and open it. Yes, I'm super excited, obviously. So I was working a lot on this. People now, um, yeah, everything works now with the automatic ID check. So to give people safety, I was working on that part. So mm -hmm. super exciting stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm doing. Very busy. I'm like, I'm not bored. Every day is like full action, as you can imagine. Yeah. I can see that. And now yeah. things are going to get even busier because there's so much Quest 3 excitement going on. Oh, exactly. And actually, uh, since we are talking about Quest 3, I think it's nice to let people know about some of the ongoing giveaways um, of Quest 3. Because oh, yeah. if I didn't have one, and it's still, we were talking about the price, but. Oh, we will. Um, yeah, I guess it's not as happy news as as the rest of the specs. But so the first place where you can enter and try to win is uh, SideQuest. Cool. So SideQuest is actually giving away one Quest Three every week until uh -huh. Christmas. Technically, what? until until Christmas. Christmas? Okay, yes. I should absolutely yes. um, try to win it though. <laughs> Why you, oh yes, of course. But you, I mean, you're not gonna. <laughs> can I join? <laughs> you would have to wait until Christmas to try it. Oh no! You'll want to have oh, it no. earlier. <laughs> uh, indeed, um, yeah. indeed, indeed, indeed. So, I have to, but, I have to get, it, get it get it early, obviously. Uh, but the way it uh, basically works is not like a usual giveaway. Like it's not like Gleam, where you just have to click on a button or something. Um, if you, yeah, th there's a tweet. Um, that they posted and uh, essentially more details are described on their Discord. So if you know, SideQuest has a, a, a new VR social app called Banter. And uh, Shane and Orla were actually here on the show um, a couple of months back when we just launched it. And uh, um, if you do you mind like just showing that tweet on the screen if um, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, let me yeah. let me do that. Let me try to go there. Uh, but actually, it doesn't have any information, so it's okay. Uh, yeah, the tweet doesn't have much extra information because, like, the explanation of how to enter is on <laughs> their I, Discord. I, I can still show it though. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, so here it is. So that's true. I'm not making it up. They are giving away a Quest Three every week until Christmas. Uh, but but you have to wait until is... Christmas. No, 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 no. You don't have to wait until oh, yeah, okay. until Christmas. Okay. It's just that every week is a new giveaway, ah, and uh, okay. um, and the way they select winners is they select them from the people who are online in the Banter app. Ah, oh, that's smart. So, yeah. So Banter is a really cool VR social platform. You just kind of jump in there. There's tons of events. Like there are people who were literally hired by SideQuest to host events and to be like cool. moderate, to moderate banter, to host events. There's like parkour events, karaoke nights, movie nights, um, you know, a coffee, like all kinds of stuff. So it's really cool. And if you join those events, you'll have a higher chance, you know, of being there, being there online at the time where Shane is actually choosing the winner from the people who are online. And uh, I think that's a really, really cool way to, to enter uh, a giveaway. Uh, now, my Love giveaway is much. Yeah, yeah. And so no, we have a great community already. Like, there's a lot of people there uh, already, and this will bring even more, and they will enjoy a banter with Quest 3. Now, my giveaway is much more simple. All you need to do is just watch my video and, uh, uh, you know, be subscribed to me, whatever, and and leave a hashtag, I want Quest 3. So <laughs> I just wanted <laughs> Can I to. join it? <laughs> I will buy it with my own money just because, like, this is headset is so cool. And I thought, damn, like, I need to spread love. Like, it's amazing. I want to 
I want more people to have it. And I feel like more people will not have it because it's expensive. Even the 128 version is expensive. So, um, I so I just thought, okay, I will, I will just do it. You know, I'll do it. I, I haven't, uh, I, I haven't received a copy from Meta for a giveaway, so I'm just gonna buy it. So, if you want, good luck. <laughs> we'll <Right>. see. <laughs> but it's pretty, pretty cool. But yeah, th there are many places that you can like try to win Quest Three. So hopefully, some of you will. Actually, yeah, actually, right. I actually bought two, two um, uh, Quest Threes to give them away, and they are already given away now. One went to Germany. Oh, already. And, nice. Yeah. And one went to Hungary, so congratulations to that. And the winners are on my uh, Twitter, and um, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah, it's good. Good to yeah. give away Quest Threes, right? Amazing, amazing. Right, right. Perfect. So lots, lots of people are giving away Quest Threes, and lots of people are winning them. That's good. Yes. Okay. My cool. Perfect. I have, I have water here. It's I good to hydrate. Yeah. I have both. Mm. <laughs> I need to hydrate. I have a long night. You know what's cool? You know, I, I now got this um, new iPhone, right? I told you about it. Or I, I, I mentioned this here on the stream. And now I found out that there's a super amazing ecosystems, ecosystem of accessories. Like, like this water bottle, for example. It's cool because it has like a MagSafe built into it. So I can now oh. I can now add my phone to my water bottle. What do you th what do you say now? You are such an Apple <laughs> you know, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I'm 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 pretty amazed. You know, I also loved my Android before, but it didn't have this cra crazy ecosystem. Like it's mm -hmm. it's amazing. Now I can stick my iPhone to anything, even my water bottle. <laughs> this is. Yeah, but this is that's this what is, we all want. Honestly, we want this to is, stick our phones yeah, to stuff. <laughs> but I'm telling you, this is honestly amazing because this has a great camera, right? So yeah. now I can make videos of me like this. And as you know, this also can become a really good webcam because I'm using um, a Mac Mini. And because yeah. they, they can, in some magical ways, connect to for this become a webcam, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was actually looking for a way to do it with my Android phone, and I found right. one. And I was so happy because I uh, I used my Android phone as a webcam, uh -huh. and then I used that webcam as a as like a virtual not virtual but like a camera to connect to live. Okay. And I recorded okay, cool. myself in mixed reality playing nice. uh, playing a uh, um, dance dash the dancing game kind of like right. Meat Saber. With Android camera, I oh, didn't think cool. it was happening. But that's it would have cool. been done. It would have been much easier with an iPhone if I had like a Mac or, yeah. or something. But and and also, can you connect your your Android phone to your water bottle? Probably no. No, I can't use it as a <laughs> tripod. It's not Check like that. Check this out. Check this out. I'm I'm pretty amazed by this. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so too. It is hilarious. So let's see mm -hmm. what I find next week. What kind of accessories for my new iPhone? Yeah, <laughs> I'm very happy. Yeah, you also, just start a new channel, just a weak, weird yeah. Apple uh, accessories. I would have lots of views for sure. And you know mm -hmm. what? I also found like, um, you know, I love this kind of uh, ma magnetic things. I was looking for this kind of pop sockets, you know, like uh, so so you, that you can hold your iPhone, yeah, your phone. You know, like uh, I had it, I had it before on my Android phone, like this, so I can hold mm -hmm. it easier. And now I have this also with magnets. Yeah. Oh, 
<laughs> Mine I, is also magnetic, but I didn't. I, so love I, it. I left it by my nightstand, but uh, it's, it kind of opens up like that, so it becomes a little yeah. stand, so my phone can stand. Yeah, yeah it's it's great. A lot of stuff. And then I have this <laughs> device. I, I put it um, next to my bed, and it will charge. Yeah, I, I'm very happy. <laughs> I'm a happy, <laughs> happy I'm a happy owner. camper right now. Exactly, I'm a very happy camper. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> let, let's uh, leave that Apple topic until the headset comes next year. Then <laughs> I will go a bit crazy. I have the feeling. Let's yeah. now let's now go crazy though on the meta topic because that is our actual topic of this podcast. So. Yeah, MetaConnect 23. It was mm. it was last uh, it happened last last Wednesday in um in in California and let's talk about it. So let's let's start by talking about the keynote itself. When Mark Zuckerberg went on stage live and talked about the, his new products. So he talked about the Quest 3 obviously, then he talked about AI stickers in WhatsApp <laughs> and lots of AI stuff for, AI. for yeah. a very long time, I have to admit it. And then he talked about his new Ray-Ban glasses, which are also pretty cool, I think, in my opinion. So we already mentioned it in the beginning, but let me ask you again, Tatiana, what, what was your um, feeling about the, the keynote? Um, I guess there was a strong start in a way because we were all waiting for this quest three news and then it dropped yeah. and everyone was excited it's funny because <coughs> i felt like zuckerberg had like some fanboys in the crowd that were cheering oh, for every no. single word he was there, saying that was ridiculous honestly there was like uh, wow I, I was feeling ashamed for them like in germany we have a saying we we have a word it means um it's it's called fremdschämen it means like you feel ashamed for other people and that is exactly uh, how I felt about Secondhand shame, like secondhand yeah, shame. Something like this. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I was feeling so ashamed. You know, uh, no. keep on, keep on it talking about it. Yeah. It kind of felt like, you know, there is someone having like on a talent show and then he brought his friends and they just like cheering exactly. him on exactly. for him to feel better. But he's Mark Zuckerberg. He doesn't need that. So it was, it was not just him. They were cheering for everything anyone was saying. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I guess I was. <gasps> During the during the connect, I was a little bit distracted, I guess, because you know I've I've already had the headset, I've already had the content, and we we're following the guideline the, the guidelines for when to post it. But overall, um, I I think the the quest three stuff was very exciting, and I even found the AI stuff really exciting because I love everything you know AI related and how it's been developing this year. It's freaking insane it how much has happened in the in the uh in the you know the field of the just just the ai in this one year alone it is um, it is truly one of the biggest revolutions that i've seen yeah. in my lifetimes really that it's not to be underestimated i totally get it really it's like internet it's it's yes. uh, the only thing i can compare it to is like the invention of internet and even better because when internet was invented you know there are only like few people who were using it and it took a really long time to catch on, but it did. It's changed our lives forever. Profoundly. AI kind of like just I'm here and like millions of people are using it right away and changing the world, changing the way they work, changing the way they uh, entertain themselves, changing the world, like everything. Everything. So it's so much faster. Everything is catching on like like 
so fast and it's kind of scary because i don't even know if we are ready to that much of a change or our entire like infrastructure of our lives is not built for ai yet and now there are no rules honestly there are just no rules in place that would dictate how we should be using it and when and when it's appropriate and when it's not and but the, the big companies don't care they just kind of go in and develop it more and more and more and just let people decide what they want to what they want to do with it i think it's really yeah. scary it's it's, it's like a, it's like a gold rules. rush yeah right? it's like wow I, and I'm scared, but I'm so freaking excited. Yeah. Because it's so interesting and we're living in it. And, I'm, and honestly, and I'm I shocked. Only... I'm, I'm shocked by it, what it can do. It's unbelievable. It's like I'm using yeah. it on a daily basis for doing things. Like, mm -hmm. okay, it's, it's making my life so much easier. You're using it on a daily basis without even realizing it. Because right. there are so many websites that are now using it, utilizing it, and you don't even, you didn't even notice. Like, for example, did you know that Amazon is now using AI? to read through all the reviews of the product and then they have a little page that says here's what people think about this product and it gives you bullet points of this product based oh, on the, based so on the comments it's genius it's unbelievable so you, so you don't have to read through <laughs> the comments but what the fuck sure like it, it just happened and now amazon is using it of course amazon is using it uh right. photoshop like the the uh, what is it called the Diffusion. Oh God! When it creates images and yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, the thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Honestly, yeah. We heard you talk about Quest Three, but just so much stuff happening. It's like wow. It is. Uh, but yeah. Let's say let's say AI is taking off as strongly as I would have hoped VR would have taken off in 2016 when I went full time into making VR YouTube videos. You know, like, okay, it's going a bit faster than, than the VR topic. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah because well, I was it's talking just about it's, Yeah. Yeah, it, it was stable diffusion, by the way. Sorry, stable not mid-journey. I am using mid-journey, but stable diffusion is different. But yeah, but the thing that I'm excited about AI in VR, which is probably going to be the, the most direct way to apply it, is the uh, AI AI controlled NPCs. environment? Ah, okay, yeah, that makes sense too. That makes sense too. I think when for for right, right. I think that part for sure is super exciting and world creation. Yeah, like banter, world, right? World creation. World, world creation. Like you could you can easily make some worlds and be in those worlds when you just uh, you just think about them and just say it out loud. Yeah. I want to be in a, I don't know, butterfly I, country and poof, suddenly you're in that place. What is it going place. to do to like artists and developers who are actually building those worlds and then it's just AI generated? Do you think it's going to devalue those worlds? Because like right now, I almost feel like art is devalued. I used to look at, I used to look at, you know, a, a, a digital painting or a digital artwork. And I'm like, wow. That took so much work and effort to create. Someone is really talented. I got and it. And now I look at it like <laughs> AI generated. I, I, like one agreed. of the millions. Agreed. But you know what? That's exactly what artists thought when photography was invented. They thought like, hell, mm. nobody needs me anymore. But are there still artists now? Yes. So we will still need these creative people. And mm -hmm. we will. I don't think, I don't think um, they will be obsolete. Not at all. Just like their yeah. their work will probably change a bit, but yeah, yeah. but it's, okay. it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's still unbelievable. Anyways, yeah. let's get back to this VR topic, okay? <laughs> so we, we we are like Mark Zuckerberg now because he was also more excited about the AI part, in my opinion. You know, that's why that's what I was feeling 
when I was watching this keynote, like I said it in my video as well, I felt, in my opinion, the arc of suspense was not very well done. Because, yeah, he started with, with uh, the Quest 3, but it didn't feel so exciting. And in the very first part of it, we didn't actually learn so much about the headset. You know, we mm. learned, okay, it's the best headset ever, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. We, we knew that. But we didn't know the details. We didn't know that it has dual dual yeah. displays. We didn't know anything about it. We didn't hear about any new um, new games as well in that first part of the uh, keynote yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that yeah. Zuckerberg did. And then, then came this super lengthy part about AI, uh, which like uh, was interesting, but still, I'm excited about VR, right? So that yep. was a bit boring. Then uh, the 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 Ray Bans, yeah, nice, but not not good enough for us. Uh, not exciting for us so much, right? So I was feeling like this arc of suspense was bad. I thought I was super disappointed at that point. I thought like, okay. this this can't be. That's everything. But then, then Boss came on the stage, and then I was happy that they were go he was going more into detail with it yeah. and talking more about the functions and showing us mm -hmm. a bit more about the mixed reality. But in my opinion, the arc of suspense was somehow not very well done. Okay. Well, I guess um, um, I, re I realize now that I, the only reason I haven't had that feeling is because I've already had that information. Right. Yeah, and, you know everything, um, but we d I didn't, for example. So for uh, for me, it was more like anticipating when I can publish my work right. and what else sense. is out there that I don't know. And that's why I found AI stuff quite exciting because got I had it, no idea it, about it. any of that. Totally got it. Uh, if we do have the time, we can't we can't talk about Ray Ban Metas. Um, I actually also tried them. I haven't had a time to 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 cover them in any of the videos because I was just so so busy with the quest three and with like life stuff. But uh, right, yeah, that's interesting. I, you tried stories. I did, and I tried stories. Right, and I tried metas. It's like a vast improvement. I, I you tried like. the the new one. Yes. Ah, cool. Yeah, I, I had the first one. I thought it had many potential, but it was not mm -hmm. so perfect yet. But it was already quite kind of good. This yeah? is better. This, this is one better. I actually okay. feel like I will maybe even use <laughs> more right, because right. that was the problem with with stories. People didn't use them because they were it was just not super convenient exactly. or we like weird resolution, weird quality. It's better now, and uh, mm. I have a feeling like it's going to be more successful. I think it so has too. a it has a flashing light now when you're recording. Imagine good. that. I like it. That's good. <laughs> That's good. What really inter interests me about this Ray-Ban, so first of all, for all the people who don't know that product, it's like, uh, looks like uh, Ray-Ban um, um, sunglasses. It looks really yeah. good, like very slim and just normal sunglasses, but it has these two cameras inside it. It's two cameras, right? It's not just one. And with these cameras, you can um, take videos and take photos, and you can even live stream. And that is really the cool part of it. This part excites me the most, that now you can live stream, I believe it's to Facebook and to Instagram, which makes sense, right? That you can um, live stream to Instagram directly from, from the glasses with your first person view. And I totally see people doing that. And honestly, I even see doing that myself when I'm on some kind of expo. How interesting is, is that? I just mm -hmm. walk around the expo, I live stream the stuff directly to Instagram, and it's exciting. Right? Yeah, yeah. And if you want to say something in the camera, you just switch it to your phone and, and your face shows up. So it's not just it's, a faceless it's so stream. So smart. So smart. It's well very, done. very nice. But it is extremely useful for creative professions like musicians 
or artists so right. they can paint. Imagine painting something and live stream your process. Or uh, an example that they showed us, there was a, a, some kind of an influencer who was uh, playing the drums and uh -huh. he was streaming that as well. And of course, Leclerc at the uh, MetaConnect was amazing example of how you can use um, the, the Formula One driver. Yeah, right, right. There was a that, th there was a perfect example. Like, wow, car racing with like, his friends, like, okay, yes, you got me there. Perfect example. Yeah. Or imagine if you're live streaming, um, like some kind of a game or something. I don't know, that would only work for like flat screen gaming because you're wearing a headset. But you could <laughs> live stream it on YouTube. But then at the same time, you could live stream it to Instagram while you're with a first person view of your screen. Exactly. Um, I, I, yeah. truly, I truly see these, these become successful. Like my wife, for example, she's a content mm. creator. And she has some exciting topics, like real life topics. Like we go yeah, out. She's a vlogger. She's mm -hmm. a, exactly. Uh, we are like checking out uh, the world together, and we are here like eating interesting things. Yeah. So um, yeah. if you want to see me speak Chinese, uh, look for Eliza Ang, my wife, and then you will see me speak Chinese and eat lots of lots of things on her channel. It's wild. If you've it's, never heard him speak Chinese, it's, it's your mind wild. will be blown because you don't expect Chinese words coming out of this fella. Exactly. You know? Exactly. But they do. It, it's and not. It's not AI. It's real. You know. Yeah. It's, it's not the AI <laughs> translation that exactly. imitates his voice. In spite the way that also but that works. Be possible. That wor it's possible. It's, it's already possible. Yes. It, yeah. I've seen that like uh, yesterday for the first time, like a German. Um, friend of mine, he was doing that um, auto-generated, and it was perfect Chinese coming out of his mouth, and it's unbelievable. Greetings to Mo. Eerie, yeah, very eerie. It's it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, I can really say those words. <laughs> so, so what I wanted to say, I can absolutely see my wife and me use these things to live stream when we go to the I don't know to the night market here in Taipei. It's a super exciting content. And ha yeah. having this from the first-person perspective, yes. And the glasses are not even like super expensive, right? It's like three hundred dollars, but mm. for 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 people who create content, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah, and the audio is nicer too. Like you can ah, listen okay, to cool. music very like really loud. Nobody will hear it. I was okay. wearing them, and then the the man who was showing to me is like talking to me, and I can't hear anything he's saying. Right. And I'm like, I, 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 it's very loud. Like, I can't hear anything. I'm like, I don't believe you. Put them on. And then I put him on and I couldn't hear anything. Like, I couldn't hear his, his music. And wow. it's, it's, it's great. I, I think that's amazing. Um, uh, and the quality of I'm the I'm getting more excited too. about this device now, now that I talk to you. And they are Before lighter too. Like, yes, it's good. But actually, that's they're, good. They're lighter too. So it's even easier to kind of pretend like they're regular glasses. Okay. And uh, what's important for me, the charging case is smaller. It's right. not that bulky kind of cylinder-shaped uh, box. It it it's more like a fabric one, very okay. similar to just a regular case. So you can just throw it in your bag, and it's not going to be too heavy or too bulky or take too much room. Um, so I'm long... excited about them. Perfect. How long does the battery last, and how long can you live stream? Oh, you know I don't that? remember that. Okay. All I remember is that the case can charge your is enough to charge your um, Meta's Ray-Bans four times, I think. Four times, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. But I honestly just I forgot how long the battery lasts. I'll have to check my notes. Because everything is built into the device, into this super sleek device. So I suppose yeah. it can't be so long, right? Because it's just so yeah. small. Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. I'll I'll have to like dig it up and see what what it says. I honestly just 
slipped my right. mind. I was too busy thinking about Quest 3, which, by the way, sense, it's time yeah. to talk about that. <laughs> People getting impatient. Right, right. By the way, today's podcast is not sponsored by Meta, even if we talk so much about Meta, right? Just want to let everybody know this mm -hmm. podcast is not sponsored by Meta. Yeah, we'll talk right. about the good and the bad. We could talk about the good and the bad, but honestly, I, there's not so many bad things. Let's talk about. <laughs> let's honestly, really. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the specs. And actually, on Road to VR, Ben made a very nice comparison between the Quest Three and the Quest Two. So let's let's simply look into the specs here of the Quest Three, so people will know exactly what we're talking about. We are talking about high resolution. We now have two displays, not only one display, this is really good. And we have a resolution of 2064 by 2208 pixel per display, which is a higher resolution than the Quest 2. And again, um, we have two panels now, and that is amazing news. That I didn't even know. Before I thought, like, okay, probably it has one display, and that was also floating in the interwebs. So now you can have real IPD adjustment. You can really now adjust the um, interpupillary distance so that your eyes are exactly aligned with the two displays. So no more only three IPD positions like on the Quest 2, but continuous IPD adjustment. And I love that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a big thing, right? Um, Tatiana, what are your thoughts about this point? I, I think it's a, a incredible thing. And I'm upset that they didn't have that before. But now it's just not going to be on the list of... Uh, of the downsides of their headset, right? Because right? that was a big one for exactly. accessibility. Like, I don't think 68 is is very large distance. I mean, now it's just they nobody will have to even think about it. So it's obviously a great thing. I have, yeah, right. yeah, I can only imagine that it is amazing for accessibility because I th feel like we have pretty standard IPDs. But... Yeah, we're lucky. Like, I'm 64, so I can look through anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. so... So it's it's quite all right. It's it's great. It it worked well, and uh, I'm glad it's there finally. Exactly, and the interesting part is also that this device is probably not worse than the than the Quest Pro, even though it's much cheaper, right? So I was expecting, okay, probably this is like one part where the Quest Pro is simply better with these two displays, but no, Quest Three has it as well. Mm -hmm. So we will also have to talk mm -hmm. about. What are the advantages now of the Quest Pro, or is it simply, yeah, is it simply a no-brainer now to get the Quest Three? I, I feel like they've—I I don't want to say they abandoned Quest Pro, but they but definitely did. <laughs> but they, they did, kinda. But they did, and that's why it makes no sense for them to compromise some things in Quest Three and say, yeah, but you can buy Quest Pro if you want yeah. this. No, they wanted all the best stuff in Quest Three without any compromises. So I am—I fully mm. expected it to be better than Quest Pro. If they wanted to sell this headset, it had to be that kind of quality. And, yeah, right. and also, uh, while this is a very nice comparison because most people have Quest 2, uh, it would be a slightly more fair comparison if it was a Quest Pro, at least yeah, in, in, yeah, right. in, in the third Agreed. column. But, Agreed. but that's all right. Because it's still right. pancake lenses. The resolution is different. FOV is actually FOV oh, yeah. We're is talk about better. This. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. It's, exactly. It should be compared to Quest Pro. Yeah, right. So Quest Pro. I paid 2,000 euros for the Quest Pro and drove to France, just to remind everyone. Uh, 
unfortunately, I still have to buy the Meta headsets by myself. And um, yeah, let's see how that will change in the future, perhaps. I don't know. Yeah, so um, that's that. Um, that's the resolution. Now let's talk about the refresh rate. We got 90 hertz and still have 120 hertz experimental. So that's the same like the Quest 2. And yeah, I'm happy about it that it can do 120 hertz experimental. But mm -hmm. honestly, I'm, I'm also even fine with the 90 hertz. That is good. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, we forgot to talk about one thing. So it's LCD, right? It's, it's not like some, some other fancy new thing like QLED or, or OLED. So that's probably one of the kind of downsides that you probably are not going to get the same nice colors like the Quest Pro. So you have looked through it. What about the colors? Do you have um, these kind of uh, gray blacks like the Quest 2? Or tell us about uh, what you, you thought about the colors. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember now. So um, I remember I was paying a lot of attention in the pass-through quality, pass-through colors. Okay, but of makes course, sense, like, with, yeah. with the VR, VR experiences, oh, gee, I, I know it was so much better than Quest 2. But I had a okay. feeling like, gosh, I really wish that I could try Quest Pro right now to test it. Because it looked great, but it was just... Uh, I think we will have to wait until like we have it in our hands to to actually do a side by side comparison because it looks great for, for the pass through for the no 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 for, for the, colors. the actual like colors for like colors, oh no okay. we'll talk about yeah exactly I don't have to wait for that yeah but in terms of just like the quality of the image it looked fantastic to me and I've tried some pretty like phenomenal titles there the demo and maybe it's just that I was distracted by those titles mm -hmm. I just I remember I was looking at the clarity at the text and I was thinking this is like crystal clarity like wow. Pyrus Crystal Clarity, almost really? uh, probably like it was so good. I'm oh. like, is this like I can I can see like this text. I can almost not see any any pixels. Like it was amazing. And wow. uh, I'm like, no, 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 maybe I'm just imagining this stuff. So I wanted <laughs> to go back, but you know, there wasn't much time to test it. Um, I honestly think that if someone's going to complain about it being LCD, they're just being facetious because. Oh really? It's practically practically you you won't be able to complain about it. You can only complain about it if you see it on paper okay. and you think it can be better. But I mean, it, I mean, it's just about the colors. I, I believe that it's crystal clear, right? It's uh, the optic stack is what counts, mm -hmm. right? The combination of lenses, and I truly mm -hmm. believe they are amazing, right? And the display. Mm -hmm. So the re the resolution is is better than Quest Pro. So I totally believe that it's better. But LCD is still LCD in terms of colors. Yeah. So I, I still believe, yes, while I believe the picture is going to be crystal clear, I don't, I don't expect to have these dark blacks from like the Quest Pro can so, do or the crystal, for example. But Quest Pro only does it if it's enabled, right? Or right. now they, yeah. So I think that that's the only difference, yes. Because now that I think about it, of all the things that I was wowed at the uh, demo, I don't remember a moment where I would go, wow, look at those blacks. Like, okay. It's not like I was disappointed or anything, but I just didn't have the wow factor about that. So right. you're probably right about it. But at the same time, if you don't expect it, I guess it's not going to ruin your experience. Yeah. And uh, I totally um, believe that the visuals are going to blow us away, right? This combination of those lenses and this higher resolution and the better chip that can actually drive those pixels. So, so yes, I, I, totally get it 
that it must look good. You can't wait to see yeah. that. Yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, so let's talk about the optics, the optics stack. Let's talk about the lenses. And uh, here we see Pancake, non-Fresnel. That's what we were expecting. Um, and I believe that these are even like a bit better than from the Quest Pro. That's actually what I got from the presentation. Or is it the same? Or, or did you see any differences? Um, what were your um, thoughts when you looked through it? I just thought it looked very similar to Quest Pro. And I mean, I was happy about it because I absolutely love the Quest Pro visuals. Like say whatever you want about that headset, it can compare to Quest 2. And I mean, yeah, it should be better. Resolution is better than a Quest Pro 2. So it, it should be even better. Again, I'm, I'm like looking forward to doing the side-by-side -side comparison because I Agreed. think it's going to be a very fair one because the price is different. So you Quest 3 is cheaper. But it looks like it is better, so I want to make sure that you can actually notice it. <laughs> right. It, it sounds so much like a no-brainer, right? Like cheaper and better. That's the combination that we like. That's the combination that everyone likes. So... At this point, Quest Pro would give you an advantage if you don't want a headset that's being pressed to your face. I like that visor design. I mean, it's 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 really nice that like. Oh, I just happened to have it. Oh, look at this. Uh, it just kind of uh, hangs on top of You become like, like me. Like all, all the headsets are under your table. <laughs> I know, right? And, well, yeah. So it just, you know, for, for some of you who don't know it, which is, of course, everybody knows it. But the fact that it hangs on top of your, like, eyes is just amazing. And yeah, I, I, like have that too, full I have full blockers, full light blockers, and I never even use them. I just, I just right. sort of let it hang and I let my eyes be sort of uh, uh, available whenever I need them. And of course, um, and of course, what else did I want to say? Oh, and of course, if you want eye tracking and um, face tracking, right. then you also will get Quest Pro. Of course, of course. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> so those lenses, they were so good on the Quest Pro. And even if it was just the same lens, even if they didn't uh, make it even better, yeah, still the best on the on the market i haven't seen better lenses better ah. pancake i haven't seen better pancake lenses yet on the market so to have that with a higher higher resolution okay shut up yeah. and take my money it's, it's, yeah I, I, I really it's just like that i would be completely happy if they just use exactly the same technology like not even improving it. like okay. yeah just put <laughs> it in a gaming headset sell it for cheaper and here we go but they yeah. did do it, make they, it better so oh, come on exceeding expectations I like that. I like that. I like this kind of like um, um, under promise and over deliver. That is that is a good thing. <laughs> nice. That is exactly the opposite of another company that we both know, right? They do the exact opposite. That's I believe everybody knows what we're here. talking about. <laughs> so, so if you if you watch this podcast often, you know, uh, often <laughs> enough, then you know exactly what we're talking about. And you should watch this podcast or listen to it every single week because we're <laughs> back weekly. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Mm. So we know what we're talking about here, right? So pancake lenses, good pancake lenses, the best pancake lenses on the market. Period. Right now, I haven't seen better ones. So yeah. mm -hmm. until then, no. I will. You know, like 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 praise where praise is due. You know, I've been I've been criticizing Meta for two years straight when they did this shit with the forced Facebook login. But praise where praise is due, right? They have they cut the the Facebook login and now they're coming with amazing products for cheap prices. So thumbs mm -hmm. up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Right. So let's let's talk about the next thing that where they underpromised and freaking overdelivered. So I can remember that boss talked about the FOV of the um, Quest 3 in some kind of like um, 
ask me anything or something. And he said like, yeah, it's like Quest 2. Okay, but now it seems at least that the FOV is actually good. It's actually better. So if you view now, 110 degrees horizontally and 96 vertically. And that compare that to the 96 degrees of the Quest 2 and the 96 vertically. So it seems like in terms of horizontal FOV, it's much bigger. This is even bigger than the FOV of the Valve Index, which is like 108. So yeah, that's, that sounds amazing. But now tell me what you think about it because you have actually looked through it. I have not looked through it yet. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't crush okay. my dreams. Oh no. Are you crushing my dreams right now of that wide FOV, FOV headset? It's not a wide FOV headset. Oh, it's really? a Quest okay. headset. Oh no. I was so it, happy. I was I was like uh, hyping it in my video. This part. Again, there is some stuff that's being very exciting on paper. And then there is something that you see and you kind of feel like, eh, okay. not super impressed. Okay, okay, so okay, good. It, good you can you tell, tell that it's... You can tell that it's better than Quest, of course. Like, I mean, so okay, you it's can better than Quest Two for sure. Yes, it is. It is wider than Quest Two. Okay, because Again, when, you, when you already went close to the lenses in the Quest Two, right, by using a different kind of uh, face gasket, you could already increase the FOV, right? Mm -hmm. So, and here now you have this eye relief, which means you can also get closer to the to the to the mm -hmm. lenses. You can mm -hmm. also even even get a bigger one. So, can I, when you tried it, did you um, use the closest distance to the lenses? It was quite controlled in that regard. Oh, okay. You know, Probably they you gave you a headset. They gave you the headset, and you and you yeah, try okay. experiences. Right. And um, I just remember thinking that this is a, this looks like a pretty standard quest. Okay. FOV. So there is still hope. Probably it was set to the widest distance to your eyes. And then you can still like tweak it and get your eyes super close to the lenses to have this 110 degrees. Yes, this is my hope now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever makes you happy, Sebastian. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? I, I can still hope. Um, but if you if you did try the Quest Pro with a full light blockers, I would say that it's a very, very similar to that. Okay. And again, on paper, I believe it's a bit higher and maybe the reported FOV of Quest Pro is 106. The reported FOV of Quest 3 is 110. I didn't see the difference. And okay. it's the, if it's four degrees, it's like, I don't think it's humanly possible to actually tell the difference. Right. Um, especially because I don't know if I trust this reporting. They're always over-report and say higher FOV than others. And I think some other creators noticed that it was not 110. Um, it wasn't bad. Like I wasn't bothered because I didn't expect a crazy FOV. It's still a quest that has like um, that kind of the same design. But I think maybe, and that's what I say in my video too, FOV was the only thing that I wasn't like excited about. It was just okay. Okay. It was okay. okay. But it wasn't there's bad. Still it hope. was okay. <laughs> you know, well, I'm I want this thing now, really. I can't I haven't felt like this about a headset for a long time. This kind of one factor, you know, I always, I'm always super happy to get a new headset, but seldom do I have this, wow, I really want this now as soon as possible. And I'm super happy that 10th of October is not so far away anymore. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's, uh, it's wow, I, I, I need to look through this thing. <laughs> wow. It, Looking forward to I'm, it. I'm just waiting when we can start talking about the 
pastor, man. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. Really we, we, we're getting, we're getting to that, and I'm excited about it too, obviously. But let's uh, let's um, let's go through the list here, point by point. Let's make it a bit more exciting. And yeah, we're getting to 100, um, uh, 200 viewers here. So, by the way, if you're watching this live right now, hello there. Why don't you hello. share? Why don't you share this link to your friends? This is a very cool live stream, I believe. And there's still super hot topics like the the pass through. So share mm. the love, and let's get to two hundred viewers at the same time. That would be incredible. Yeah, let's have a party here. This is a quest party, honestly speaking. <laughs> so it is a quest party. It, it is a quest party. It is a quest party. So we have continuous IPD and stepped eye relief. So I like I like this. I like um, that you can now change the eye relief, and actually, it is built into the face, uh, the facial interface. It is not like um, continuous, so it's not like the um, the valve index where you have some kind of um, knob, right? Here, it's uh, several positions. Could you play with that part? Uh, what are we talking about? I'm sorry, I think <laughs> oh, I lost you. Are not listening to me. <laughs> You're talking about uh, the eye IPD? relief. No, eye relief. The distance from your eyes to, to the lenses. You can change. Well, that's what I was. But that's what I was saying. Yeah, they they wouldn't let me. Yeah, right. They, they didn't. Okay, play good. With that. But uh, yeah, I would. I would love to try it. It's. Um, I think it's a cool idea because they cool idea. initially did it just for glasses, but then they also are selling lenses, like the lens inserts. So they kind of cover all their bases. Super it's nice. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Mm. Yeah, we have um, IPD adjustment with a little. Um, um, what is it like a adjustment wheel and you can do it from 53 to 75 millimeters which is a pretty wide range mm -hmm. so now it, it should cover most of the people really like 53 is on the very low end and 75 is pretty wide so i'm happy that more people can actually make this fit their eyes and their faces so that's good mm -hmm. news yeah Yep, yep, yep. Right, but right. yeah, I haven't he heard any complaints about like the, the fitting. In fact, I can even go as far as to say that as as much as a as a uh, as a stock soft strap hater that I was with Quest Two, I can say that I am much more tolerating now the the, the soft strap in Quest Three. That was exactly um, what I expecting, honestly speaking, because you yeah. don't have this. Uh, it's not so front heavy, I suppose, right? Because it is not so deep. So therefore, yeah, I believe it should be fine to use the soft strap. It, it's something about probably that, the mostly mostly that, the, the weight, <clears throat> but also maybe the design. Because the design, if you saw the videos and pictures, uh, unlike Quest, um, I don't have it right here with me, but um, it has just one strap at the bottom of the Quest 2 strap. But at Quest 3, it has like a fork design, sort of ah, like okay. goes and then it separates and becomes like that. And that creates a better support system for your head. <laughs> Show me that. That's a, yeah, here you go. See, that sucks. That's yeah, just right. one strap and it's awful. It keeps slipping up. Now imagine that that strap separates into like a fork and it goes both sides. And that you makes so much more sense. It. Adjusting is much easier too. Like, it's easier. Agreed. And then it's just more comfortable uh, fit on your head. I found it very comfortable, which I think is a great thing because if I found it comfortable and so many people out there found regular stock strap comfortable on Quest 2, 
then they will find the class three really good as well and they will save themselves 70 dollars that they would otherwise spend on the, the elite strap right. so and actually i did like it like this because you could easily transport it you know i could easily put this into my backpack for example right but mm -hmm. it was not so comfortable because your yeah, front heaviness yeah but if it's now better on the quest 3 all right perfect yeah i used it on a plane uh, that's the only one that's actually comfortable to use on a plane because you can exactly. kick back on your seat so exactly. um, that that is good for traveling but it's also helpful if it's comfortable so quest 3 is on a plane very soon <laughs> in a plane near you mm. yes <laughs> <laughs> you said it as if they're going to be giving away yeah, 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 exactly who knows <laughs> that would be cool actually I would like it that would be cool you know like they give away they had like little little earbuds exactly yeah in the they future do. they'll be like quest to anyone yeah quest three except probably be... going to be wiser like glasses I believe so that 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 will happen at one point in time probably in business class not with the, not the, with the quest three obviously but probably with the quest five or six when it's just like this kind of form factor, <laughs> my dreams. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Let's talk about the next thing here. Let's talk about the power. So obviously we knew already that this has the next generation of Snapdragon XR2, Gen 2, which is called the Gen 2, which is more than double as powerful as the original Snapdragon XR2. So that is amazing news, which means like now, actually, the resolution, the high resolution of the display probably it can be fired up by this chip so 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 standalone graphics are supposedly becoming way better and we did see that also in the keynote they were giving some examples how um, developers can now actually make their games look much better right so mm -hmm. yeah they showed it in um, Asuka's Wrath how good it looks they also showed Saints and Sinners what the developers did there as compared to the Quest 2 version, how now they can put more stuff and make it more beautiful. Mm. And I think that now finally we could get some standalone games which look kind of close to PC. Okay, still, obviously, we're not going to reach PC VR yet, but it will not feel like, oh, no, I have to play a standalone version. You know, it's going to be much more like, okay, this looks actually quite nice. What were your thoughts about um, well, trying it well, and seeing it in action? Asuka's Wrath doesn't even have a PC VR version. Yes, I totally agreed. So you, you have to play that on standalone. But <laughs> so, yeah, you're just going to enjoy it. Yeah. And uh, uh, frankly speaking, I'm surprised they called it XR2 Gen 2. That's so misleading. That's freaking XR3 right there. Right. <laughs> With that power. And I haven't tried Asuka's Wrath. I tried um, Assassin's Creed. Ah, oh, how was it? Oh, <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was very big. Like that's that's the word that, that comes to mind. You're in there and it truly feels like it's an open world. You can wow. go anywhere. You can you can like jump on roofs, you can do the leap of faith that you did in the original titles where you like jump into the haystack. You can interact with people, hide from guards, like you can do I don't know. I, I tried it for a short time, but it just felt like there's so much you can do in so many places you can go. It it I miss that in VR, you know, when I'm I was always a big fan of open world games. And I kind of did, almost dislike the linear progression. Mm -hmm. The the games that create fake open world, kind of like uh Okay. I mean like I even in Horizon. 
Yeah, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah you could. You can oh, just do God of thing. War. God of War is a great game, but, but you, you kind of just do this one thing. And I love doing my own thing. <laughs> right. So right. I feel like it's great. Like, I love Zenith for that reason. You can do whatever. Uh, it's amazing. And Assassin's Creed is just such a such a great game. Um, and uh, that, I think, is one of the good examples of how powerful this chipset is and what kind of experiences we can expect from it because uh, that would never, ever have been uh, possible on a headset like Quest 2. And now you don't have to compromise that kind of quality and, and sheer size of the game. Um, yeah, and I, and I mentioned also in my video that, damn it, like, and they sell 128 and 512. And I feel like very soon the 128 version was just going to fill up just like the 64 version did. And they do the same stuff they did before where they're pushing people to buy a much more expensive version of the headset, which I can't blame them. Apple does it all the time, as you know, Sebastian. <laughs> now, <laughs> now I know. Yeah, now I know. Yeah. So they always push for a more expensive version. And 258 is really like the sweet spot that would be great to have. But of course, they didn't give it because nobody would ever buy the 512 version then. Yeah, but I must honestly say this is better than Apple because... You have, yes, you do pay $150 more, but you get four times the memory. So this is a pretty good deal, in my opinion. And uh, in my opinion, people should go for the 512 gigabyte mm -hmm. version and not for the smaller version. Not unless people buy this headset as their primary PC VR headset. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those, you're right. If they just want to do PC VR, of course, you can just go for the smaller version. Agreed. Mm. Good point. Good so, point. which some people still do that with their 64 gig version, and they have a yeah. great deal for it because it was really cheap, and they got a pretty good, pretty but good then, one. But then, probably the resale value will be much better on the 512 gigabyte version. So, even mm -hmm. if I was a PC VR player, I would still go for the bigger version. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I wonder. I wonder what people do. Do people buy? Which word? Oh, let yeah, me, that's, that's interesting. Do, I wonder. Poll. Let me do a poll, a live poll I'm right gonna, now. Because I've got to be honest, the giveaway that I have on, on my channel, if you enter that giveaway, you know, like you watch the video, you subscribe, and you put the hashtag, if you enter it, uh, I'm going to, if you win, it's going to be a 128 gig version. Uh, I cannot yeah. afford to buy Same the here. 512. Same, Same here. I was stingy. <laughs> I still think that it's a great deal if you win it. So I hope you enter. I hope that you win. Good luck. But I'm afraid that even though I would recommend to buy 512, I can only afford to give away 128 version. So I hope that whoever wins it will still be happy about that. I'm sure they will. That would be that would be so sad, right? You win a new Quest 3 and then you kind of like tell, what? I wanted the 512 gigabyte version? <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm actually working right now. I don't know if it's going to work out, but... Because it's because it's it's so exciting. Like people are so excited about it, and it's so great to see people excited about VR and exactly. not like, talk about it. Finally. So I, I was I was talking to someone from from the the Meta team to please 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 give me one more for the giveaway so that there are two winners, because it's just you know so many entrants and only one winner. It's you know I will feel bad for the rest. So if it's two headsets, then it will be like a little bit more exciting to enter. So it's not official. I don't know if it's going to happen but if it happens it's going to be really cool because you gave away right. two hats that's right i did yeah oh but, not so stingy that <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i was one for my for my german channel and one for the international channel so 
Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, I had to buy it by myself, just like you. So, but I think it's a, it's cool. It's a, it's a great thing to do it. Yeah. Now, now you can actually join the poll. So, which version of the Quest Three are you getting? Five hundred twelve or or one hundred twenty eight? So, do put your vote in now. Only we only have forty. We only have forty nine votes right now. So we have we need many more people to join this vote. Good. So let's keep on talking about about the specs here. Mm -hmm. uh, I voted, by the way, because okay, cool. <laughs> I'm also a user. Yeah. All right. So um, yes, Snapdragon. We have a bit more of a RAM, eight gigabytes compared as compared to six. Yeah, obviously we would like to have even more. Twelve would be would have been great, but I suppose eight should be fine. Then mm -hmm. your storage, we talked about it, 128 and 512. Probably at one point in time they will say, okay, now we have the 256 gigabyte version for the same price. At one point in time yep. in the future, just like they did mm -hmm. with the with the Quest Two, makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Interestingly, the weight of the device it's even a bit heavier than the Quest Two. So this this weighs 515 grams, as compared to the 503 grams of the Quest Two. However, I suppose because it is not so deep, it's not so front heavy. It it should feel lighter. Uh, but tell me, tell me about it. you. You wore it. I think this is a bit misleading. Okay. Because I mean, you saw that thing. It's tiny. It looks. It looks great. It looks it tiny. It doesn't yeah. feel heavier than Quest Two. So I think what's happening is the piece of information that's missing here is that 515 gram is the weight of a headset, the head strap, and the facial interface. Okay. And uh, with all those things combined, maybe it comes up to that. With all those things combined, Quest Two probably comes up to 503. I, I actually haven't weighed yet. But I think, and I will test this, and I will let everyone know, um, if you remove the head strap and you remove the facial interface, uh, I guess facial interface doesn't make sense because it's still going to be in front of you. But just out of curiosity, like the headset itself, I'd be very surprised if just the headset part is heavier than Quest 2. Okay. I yeah. almost it think It looks that smaller. Those, it looks just so much smaller. I almost think that those 12 gram are probably the fork <laughs> of the, the head strap. Ah, okay. like the, 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 I honestly think that it's so little that it could be just the head strap because it's it's slight it has slightly more fabric now. Right. So if if that is the case, then it's not heavier at all. And because it's also smaller, then yes, like the center of gravity is going to be different. Uh, right. So I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal. Oh, it's it's 12 gram heavier. Do you uh, know? I don't how make much, a big deal of it. I do you know how much 12 gram yeah. is? <laughs> realize that you can never even feel it so uh yeah uh that's just that's just my thoughts about it i think that all things considered like with facial interface and health strap it's it just gives this weird number but the quest 3 is obviously lighter yeah right so um what are your thoughts about the battery still being in the front like the competition, the Pico, the Pico 4, they put the battery in the back, which led to a very nice balanced feel. Did you feel any mm -hmm. front heaviness? Or what are your thoughts about, about that? No, no, it, okay. was, it was really nice. I, I, it was so much more comfortable than Quest 2. That's all, oh, that's all I can say. 
um okay. i i still would prefer a better strap like don't say i'm not saying that it's a great soft strap that's super comfortable like of course i would prefer um something better um like bobo vr <laughs> head strap yeah, even example. the elite head strap but um but with the size that the quest 3 is and with that soft strap it was it was quite comfy and uh um i think it's very important especially because of all the past two experiences that are going to be in this headset if you can't wear it for very long it doesn't matter how how present you feel in your real world you you wouldn't be able to use it so comfort is paramount here comfort and is important yeah, I think that smaller form factor of Quest 3 is definitely contributing to that. Great. And you know what? Even though I do like the approach with the battery in the back, what I really actually loved about the Quest 2 was that you can exchange the head strap. That truly is a cool thing. So so that's also a reason why the batteries in in the front, I believe, because you can make mm -hmm. all these amazing head straps. You can get the third party head straps from Kiwi and yeah, Bobo and all the names. Right. So that is a good thing. And obviously also for Meta, because they can sell their own straps and basically earn all the money back that they that they didn't earn by that kind of okay good price for the device so it's overall it's genius it's just like the quest 2 it was also genius to to make it like this mm -hmm. so they are actually earning the money from the accessories super smart move they they're doing everything really smartly so yeah that's that mm -hmm. all right let's talk about the battery life so the battery life here it says 1.5 to 3 hours as compared to 2 to 3 hours for the Quest 2. So obviously we couldn't try it ourselves. We, we simply have to trust them on this. Um, any thoughts about this part? Um, yeah, that's not something I could try, but I know that they had uh, like some kind of an information about the battery life specific, uh, like specific to the type of activity that you do on, uh, on your headset. So I'm trying to find it right now what exactly it was but basically if you yeah if you use it for gaming if you use it for like watching tv or something um let me try to find it and maybe i can give you like a quick overlook um sorry it might take me a little bit yeah um, no i don't know it's yeah it's it's hard like you, you can't really say much about it without yeah. without playing it, it for three hours exactly but yeah and yeah, so essentially, overall, they claim that it's going to be 2.2 hours of usage on average. Okay. 2.9 hours of if you do media, which I don't know, maybe like TV or something. 2.4 hours if gaming, which surprised me. Okay. Almost two and a half hours. That's for just for gaming. I I I don't. I don't think you can play Asgard's Wrath for two and a half hours. Like honestly, yeah, it will it will totally depend on the kind of game you play. Like how heavy is it on the yeah on the CPU and everything. So and, yeah, and then someone and then they said that productivity is one and a half hours, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> what is productivity, productivity on Quest Three? Probably if you use the mixed be... if probably if you use the mixed reality part, like the cameras working, the ins the inside out, the pass through working. Like maybe with with immersed, like maybe with some kind of productivity apps or connecting to PC. I don't know. Um, but but that that seems to have drained the battery a lot. I would be interested to see like 
battery life with VR, battery life with MR. Right. So that's that would make sense. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. Well, we're going to find out soon enough. Obviously, we're all going to check it out and then tell you about it. Yeah, but the, the great thing is we know this kind of battery life from the Quest 2, from the Pico 4, and we did find solutions, right? There's people out there, there's companies out there who made these amazing head straps with batteries. You don't even need to use the first-party ones. You can get cheaper ones from third-party, and probably it's a good idea to wait for those because $130 for the Elite battery strap, yeah, right. <laughs> Anyways. Mm -hmm. Let's, yeah, yeah. Right, exactly. Let's talk about the next stuff. Controller tracking. Um, no. Um, headset tracking inside out, just like before. I suppose you didn't feel any problems with that, with the tracking, right? No, not at all. Controllers. Not at all. Controllers are still headset tracked, but um, now they're also using um, the cameras for optical tracking, right? It's not only the infrared. It's also like optical tracking. That's how I got it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did yeah, I understand well, it correctly? I, uh, <laughs> I think so. <laughs> um, they they did not talk about it too much during the okay. demo, and I and I made a mistake of not asking. But I was right. focusing more on the like I haven't noticed any tracking issues with it. I okay. was focusing on the haptic feedback. All right, uh, how was it? The haptics are really really interesting. Um, they, they they kind of had this game that we tried called Samba de Amigo. Yeah, right. And it's rhythm like game. a rhythm game where you're holding virtual maracas in your hands and you're like shaking them to the beat. And I think, and I'm sure that that's the game they picked for the demo to show the, the, the haptic. It's so weird. Like, it's so weird to feel like, you, like there is sand going inside, you know, your hand. In wow. these controllers, it, it really that felt like good, it's shaking. It was so, so good. So, yeah, it, it was chosen not for tracking. It was chosen for the haptic feedback, Im the imitation of those maracas in your hand. That was really, really cool. Okay, so okay. Look I enjoyed to that it. Part. Yes. Perfect. Yeah, that, that was really great. Nice. I, I don't know. I don't know if, I mean, Quest Pro controllers probably can do the same. Probably, I, yeah, they also had really they, good, good yeah. um, haptics. And they can be paired with quest three um cannot so can. can yeah they can okay so i don't think that there would be a compromise there but they definitely improved the controllers on uh on that come in the box nice so everything's better hmm, nice. <laughs> so now 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 finally we come to the topic that you wanted to talk about because we talk about the onboard cameras so we have six external cameras so 18 ppd rgb sensors Times two, so mm. how good is the pass through? This is this is really the huge topic, and I hope it's better than Quest Pro. Is the best pass through you've ever seen? Yes, this is exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank you. <laughs> it is the best pass through because um, that's the first time that you can use pass through, and you actually have a feeling like you're in your room. Oh, come on. Instead of that's just exactly what I want. And uh, and that's because of that depth sensor mostly. Because yeah, having the having this sensation of the objects being 3D and being around you is what gives you the freedom to like walk around and jump around and kind of go around the tables and not being afraid that you're not actually sensing the 
how close you're getting to it. It is almost one to one. Wow. But okay, without good. yeah, without being one to one, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so realistic either. So this is uh, going to be the revolution of mixed wow. reality applications. Like think about your favorite for. think about your favorite mixed reality application. Yeah. And now imagine that you're actually in your room while you're doing it. Like think about the piano app, the piano vision one where you're right. hitting the keys. You actually see your keys in 3D and those blocks would be would be like falling on top of them. Uh, I don't know, like vermilion, right? When you're putting your oh, painting in this your room. Imagine so you're genius. in your room and you probably and you can like you can see your phone, you you probably can see the TV or you can yeah. talk to your spouse or your friends and you're painting it. So the only difference is that they cannot see your face. Um, so the colors. For that, you will need to buy the Apple Vision Pro. <laughs> yes. The colors. Do you remember the colors on Quest Pro? Can you, it look, oh, it look Pro terrible. Can it you terrible. describe it to me? Yeah, how does it looked, it... I can tell you exactly how they looked like. It looked like... Um, um, gray with color superimposed on it because that's exactly what happened. You you did have those two uh, those uh, two gray cameras which uh, black and white cameras which picked out picked up the the depth, and then you had this one RGB camera which picked up the colors and they did some software magic to superimpose the colors onto the black and white picture and that's mm -hmm. how it looked. It looked not good enough in my opinion. It was not matching. It was not matching. It was never it was matching. You could always see the black kind of outline or something. So it's not like that. And that's what's makes what makes the difference because you actually Perfect. see things in color and not fake color. Not like it's a black and white movie just colored on top. Right. <laughs> um, so yeah, and uh, I am super hyped about it. But I, now I feel like I'm overhyping it because I make it sound like it's it looks like, like life. It doesn't. It still has some fuzz. Okay. It even has some distortions. All right. Yeah, that's what I didn't like about the Quest Pro as well. A lot of distortions, right? If you would move objects close to you, like would deform a lot. Close to you, yes. Further away, not so much, okay. but only like at the edges. So right. it's still better. It's better than Quest Pro. Like it's easier to, to choose to ignore if you want to. But it's still like in... in if it's a, not a, a well-lit space, you can see the fuzz that's similar to Quest Pro. So what I'm saying is not that it's a perfect pass-through and it can't be any better. What I'm saying is so far is the best one I have seen. Nice. So there is room for that's, growth. Yeah, of course. Mm, From generation to generation, it's going to look better now. Yeah. But it's it's going to be so much more fun experiencing those pass-through games. And I have. And I have experienced some of them. And it's so it's not just it's not just pass through that's exciting, right? It's like the uh, room mapping and scene right. anchors that they added. That was mind blowing. Yeah, that blew my mind. That is just the promise of mixed reality and augmented reality, how we imagined it, right? That you can put these virtual monitors everywhere that you want, and it really sticks there with perfect tracking, and that's what it does. It seems the monitors. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, the scene, yeah, yeah, you can, like, create, um, like, your environment. I haven't tried that, but oh, they yeah. basically, it can, yeah, understand walls, it can understand floors and ceilings, it can understand furniture in a very detailed way, not like just a box for a chair, 
but at share. Wow, this uh, is there cool. was a, a there was a little game that I played called First Encounters, which is kind of like the new version of First Steps, mm-hmm. I think, where y- it's a very simple thing. You're you're kind of shooting little fuzzy fuzzy creatures around the room. Uh, as you're shooting, if you hit the wall, it breaks, and there is a virtual world behind it. Yeah, I love so this like stuff. you can destroy yeah. the stuff. It, it's true mixed reality because you're you're interacting with your reality, and then those little fuzzy creatures they can run around your room and they can hide behind real. Oh wow! Oh, objects. Oh my goodness! I, I go crazy with that stuff. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and yeah, and it all feels three dimensional. Like that real world doesn't look flat. So you actually like lean, you know, under the chair to shoot it. It's hiding beneath the chair. Like it's a like it's a three D object. And um, just imagine what can be done with that very, very soon. Like if just that little demo felt so engaging and, and so exciting because because it felt like it was happening in your room. That 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 really blew me away. Wow. I can't wait for this. So in my opinion, this is the device that's going to bring mixed reality to to us consumers, where it really starts. So yes, we, we got a little glimpse with uh, the Quest Pro, but nobody bought it or very few people bought it. And we didn't really see lots of adoption for the developers. But now with this device, the first time these kind of experiences will be played by lots of people. And I'm sure it's going to be magic, just like how you explained it, right? Suddenly, yeah, those things, those um, characters are in your room. They can even hide behind stuff things are going to come out of your wall it's going to be magic or you you can play like this virtual lego that we're going to talk about in a moment it's it's mind-blowing mind-boggling it's a revolution <laughs> it is a complete new uh, new stage of our industry mm. being in and that's also what apple is going to bring to the table right mixed reality this augmented reality things and wow mm-hmm. meta is bringing it now to the table a bit earlier and for a much better price that is yeah. much more. That's that's much yeah m- much easier to digest than the three thousand five hundred that Apple is asking for, right? So exciting yeah. stuff. Yeah, I know uh, Apple are too big to be worried, but I, I maybe they should get a little bit worried because yeah, from think, what I see, I think they will get a bit worried, a bit, a little yeah. bit. Maybe a little. I know it's a different use for for yeah. Apple, but still, like the price is way too different. It is too different. Um, yeah. And it seems like you can do very similar things here on the Quest 3 as well. Like you can have these big monitors and play video games, right? With X- Xbox, for example, Xbox Cloud is coming to, to, to Meta Quest 3. So, so just like you have these virtual um, screens that you have with the Apple Vision Pro where you can play uh, Apple Arcade, you, have, you can have exactly the same virtual screens now with the Meta Quest 3 and even play your Xbox games in it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I do believe that Apple is like a little bit scared or like concerned about how good this device seems to be. Mm-hmm. So exciting. I'm, I'm super excited about it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that, that's what I wanted to say about it. That's it's pretty <laughs> cool. I want to play yeah. more with it. I want to like test it in different environments. I want to test different mixed reality apps with it. It's it's going to make you a believer into the mixed reality technology and its potential. Yeah, I I also believe so. I believe that people who until now thought, ah, mixed reality is just a stupid gimmick, I don't need it. When they have it now and when they see what can be done, 
they will become believers. I'm pretty sure that this is what this device is going to do for us and this industry. Perfect. Mm -hmm. So let's keep on looking at this. So we have the cameras input. We have, yeah, the controllers, obviously. They still use one AA battery, which is great. We have hand tracking and uh, voice. Yes, of course. Audio, so the in-head strap speakers are supposed to be a bit better now as, com as compared to before. I honestly thought the Quest 2 ones were already good enough. So um, any, any comments on the, on the loudspeakers? Um, no complaints. <laughs> it okay, was good. good. Yeah. Uh, it was good. It was, again, it was kind of loud in the room. And I, 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 I had to keep it a bit down to be able to communicate with the, with the guide. But, uh, but yeah, it was great. I heard like, you know, Samo de Amigo and I was playing um, um, uh, Stranger Things VR, like all those uh, audio effects that were really, really cool. And the music was clear. And it's a great news for anyone who doesn't like using headphones while playing VR, because who wants that? So yeah, the better the speakers are, the, the better the overall experience. Okay, got it. Yep, so good that you have nothing to complain about here. That's great news. Then we have a microphone. Yeah, probably also not going to be worse than the one on the Quest 2, which was fine. So good news. Pass-through, yes. We know color and we talked about it. Yeah, let's so let's talk a moment about the price. Five hundred dollars for the hundred twenty-eight gigabyte version and six hundred fifty for the five hundred twelve gigabyte version. So yes, it is more expensive than the Quest Two. Um, so do let me know about your thoughts about the pricing, Tatiana. I mean, <laughs> disappointed a bit, I guess. I mean. It's not that I disappointed that it's too expensive. It's just that I I wish that they made the same splash that they did with Quest 2 with this unbelievably uh, affordable headset for what it is. Now it still seems much you know affordable for what it offers, but a regular consumer is not going to start to stop and think, oh, but what am I getting? But how much am I spending? They're just gonna think. Oh, six hundred fifty dollars, and and even mm. more in Europe. Nah, like it does, it's yeah. not worth it. Like three hundred dollars was enough for people to make like an impulse buy, buy a Christmas present, a birthday gift, and just see, 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 kind of if, if it's good or not. It's not gonna happen with a five hundred dollar headset. So I don't think it's gonna be as big of a sensation. Right. Mm. But but I, but but we know like we know the kind of technology that is in this headset. I think it's a really good, like, freaking <laughs> yeah, I, amazing I, I, exactly. deal. Exactly. I just want to say like so, okay, so, so for, for what you're yeah. getting here, it's pretty amazing though. It's amazing. It's just that yeah. in convincing people will take a little bit, but but still, again, if they look for alternatives, they're not gonna find any, except for Quest Two, right? So uh, they're not gonna find any headset that's better or compares to this one in the same or similar. Right price point so probably maybe next that. year the pico 5 if they come out uh, worldwide yeah, actually, we will have, yeah, to, talk true, about, have to think about it but until until that time it will truly be unique obviously you can also buy a psvr 2 which i also like and you got these um, oled colors but um yeah it's not standalone obviously so i totally yeah. agree with you this is not any more impulse bike category for nobody this is really like if you think about it is it worth it and then you'll make the decision. So I totally agree with you. It is not going to be selling as many units as the Quest 2 did, for sure not. But I must tell you, I'm, I'm actually kind of um, happy that the pricing is a bit more realistic now because that 
that was not sustainable on the long run. Even even for 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 Meta, it was not easy to sustain these super cheap prices where they subsidize each and every headset. So it wasn't good for them. So yes, now they have built that huge player base and they succeeded with it. So developers can live by making titles for the Quest ecosystem. Great, they've done an amazing job. But right now to have these more realistic prices is going to be better for the whole industry because um, competition is good. With a $300 price, like there was the, no, no other headset company kind of could compete against them. And when, when you saw some other headsets for higher prices, people would just think like, huh? How that's ridiculous. How can you sell a headset for, I don't know, $599 like the PSVR 2, right? So I think everything's mm -hmm. gonna get more healthy now and more realistic. And honestly, $500 for this kind of technology, and I just imagine how, how, how magical it's gonna be. So, so I'm giddy to get it, right? So, yeah. so $500 for this kind of technology is an amazing price. Like my iPhone yeah. was like nearly four times that price, you know, and I, and I will be able to, yeah, exactly. And I will be able to do many more things with the Quest 3. So I think uh, it's an amazing price. I think Ollie is making a really good point here who says there's an effect where higher price is perceived as higher value. This is absolutely correct. Oh my gosh, True. this is such a True. good point. Because now like with Quest 2, a lot of people now have the perception that okay, Quest Two is like crap VR, like it's a it's a mobile yeah, VR compared true. to exactly. compared to some high end PC VR hardware uh, where you you can like fire up. You need an expensive PC. It's an expensive like a thousand dollar or fifteen hundred dollar headset. Just without trying, they might think Quest Two is crap just because it's so cheap. So I totally agree with that. I think that it it does create a wrong image of that um, just because of the price. Because, like, if you buy a $10 wine and then you buy the same bottle of wine for $50, you will value the more expensive one more, even if it's exactly the same wine. It's just, it's just psychology. So um, this might actually um, help maybe redeem the reputation of Meta being, like, the cheap headset compared to other high-end headsets, even though it's still not it's, – it's still it's within so the affordable rate. So yes. it's still not a fifteen hundred dollar headset. They got a lot of shit for 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 a headset that costs fifteen hundred dollars. So they kind of go to all the extremes until they find the golden middle. Right. Yeah, five hundred dollars. While it's not cheap, it's good value in my opinion for what you get. And even with the five hundred um, dollar model, and if if you don't get any accessories, you will still be able to use it in a great way. So so yes, the value is definitely there. And I believe once people try it, and once it's really as good as we think right now, and you've even seen it, I, I don't believe people will complain about that price. And yeah, hopefully also for people f who are not in this enthusiast bubble that we're talking to right now, once they try it and see how magical this whole mixed reality thing is, probably they try it on trymytech.com, probably, who knows? Then they might decide to, to buy one, hopefully. Yeah, mm. and actually then when, when next year, the whole buzz is going to go around. This whole hype about Apple showing how good it is. People probably people will ask, okay, that's great, but I want something way cheaper. And then they will talk about the Quest Three for five hundred, and then probably five hundred dollars is gonna seem so friggin' cheap. Yep. Right, compared yep. to the three thousand five hundred from Apple. 
That's what I I hope is going to happen because Apple will bring VR like to the masses that otherwise wouldn't even think about VR or MR, but they do because it's Apple and they trust this brand. So there's many people who never even like thought about <laughs> But imagine like there are people like Apple users and they don't care about VR at all until until Apple created something yeah. So it put the thought in their head and then they're going to go and get something that may be cheaper or maybe they'll get Apple. I don't know. But it's nice that the thought is being put in their head, that it is a serious deal if Apple is entering the game. This could be really big for VR. That could be oh, really. Oh, man. Like, that's, this is that's, too much. Well, we are really. So much is happening. We, we, we're just right now in such an exciting phase, right? We're getting into this mixed reality phase. We're getting into, into Apple joining this. So, so I'm excited about it. I'm still super excited to be here in this industry right now and making this podcast about this stuff. We're in a good place here. And yeah, I'm excited. we are in a good place. Yeah. So Quest 3, probably going to dominate the market for quite a while. That is the feeling that I have. Like all the other headsets, they will be compared to this. You know, even those super high expensive headsets like the Crystal. So, so yeah, right? Like, wow, this... Can it do this kind of cool mixed reality stuff? No. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? So it's going to be tough to like say that, okay, why should I pay so much when I can get so much else for $500, right? What are your thoughts about this kind of, um, yeah, this kind of competition? They will have it harder, right, the competition? Like Crystal and stuff? Yeah, Crystal and Big Screen Everything? Beyond and all the, all the, all yeah. the other headsets. Um, I think the only way to beat it, I guess, I don't even know if it's going to be beating it, but focusing it on a different niche, like yeah. it's it's going back to the conversation we had last week when we were sort of bashing the 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 P company for doing everything. <laughs> yeah, right. And right. Uh, and especially when it comes to standalone, like, do you really think that this can compete with the standalone? headsets that are available right now that were meant to be standalone what's the point of doing that just do what you're best at do yeah. your pc vr exactly because totally agree. Meta, meta will never be able to to, to keep up with the, with the pc vr quality no matter how good it is it's still really good really good but it's not climax crystal so right. just, just do that be the best pc vr headset there is on the market don't yeah. try to compete in right. like you're a heavy lift. Don't do the don't do the lower categories. You know it makes so much so, sense. So in this regard, it's like um, commendable. It's great what Big Screen does, right? They they simply focus on on Steam VR and on making the the smallest device possible. So you should really focus on one thing and be really amazing at it to be able to compete against something like the Quest Three. Mm. The question, of course, also is how good will the PC VR mode be? You know, it was even so good already with the Quest 2. You could make it look so good already, like with virtual desktop and AirLink. It was so good. And now it's going to have Wi-Fi 6E. So you're even going to have like, um, yeah, better connection, better wireless connection. And yeah. oh God, this, yeah, I'm, this I'm is going to be so forward. tough for everyone else. Really, really tough. Yes, but I do want to test that Wi-Fi 6E. This is going to be amazing because, yeah. yeah, wireless PC VR gaming is the future. Yeah, obviously, it's going to be really good. So, yes, super tough for the competition and can't wait to find out how good is that with PC VR and wireless and or wired. Probably even better than before. So, 
I'm so giddy. I, I really, really, I really want it. Like, oh, I want yeah, it. yeah. No, no. You're, you're. We're all in for a treat. Like, I think yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. People will try it. Oh, um. I think I, I was asked something, and I want to ask you this too. Yeah, please. Um. So, the virtual reality, right? Is people bought Quest Two, and there are there's data that supports the fact that people kind of buy it, they play for a little bit, and then it just sits on the shelf. Why do you think, or do you think that mixed reality is going to change that? Like, what is their strategy to engage people in it and to bring them in and to keep them? Do you hmm. think mixed reality is going to, to change that in any way? How is it more beneficial than VR? That is a really great question. And I don't have the answer to that yet because I still have to see it myself. So yes, we have seen now um, how it would look like, this Lego game, for example. But I don't know, will it be keeping people playing longer? Will they stay longer in these headsets? Perhaps because they love to be in their own environment and probably they don't even want to escape to this virtual world. But I also have heard uh, the idea or the thought that people actually want to escape in complete, into completely different worlds and they don't want to be in their own reality. So that would speak against it. So, so as you can tell, I don't know the answer yet. Probably it, it will just be like so fascinating to be in your world and to see your own world be augmented with that virtual stuff. That's, that's going to be so exciting that you want to stay in, in these experiences longer. And it's going to be so magical that you will stay in those longer. But we don't know. Yeah. We don't know if that's going to be the case, right? Will people stay longer in this headset because the pass-through is so good? I don't know. Do yeah, you have an idea it, about it? Well, I think, yeah, it has to go. That is the question, right? It has to go beyond the wow factor. There are yeah. people who are going to be completely wowed and amazed by this quality. But we get used to things really quickly, especially to good things. And pretty soon people will kind of get used to the nice quality of the pass-through. So it's not going to be about the quality of the hardware anymore. It's probably going to be about some more practical like use mm -hmm. cases, applications that are going to be coming out. Uh, um, so uh, it's really hard to say for me, I know why it's going to be a, a difference because yeah. like I've noticed that ever since I had a baby and just like my life got so busy, I barely ever play VR at all. Right. Because having a newborn and playing virtual reality are two completely incompatible things. Right. You can't be isolated and escaped from the world if you have someone who literally his life depends on, on you. Or probably you could and put like a, like a tracker on your baby and kind of uh, track it. Okay, that was a bad <laughs> joke. I'm sorry about it. <laughs> Genghis tried to track a cat one time in yeah. VR. That was pretty okay. funny. Okay. Um, but yeah, so for me, I'm like, oh, I can finally play VR again. Because right. I can be in the same room and my, my, my son is right here and I'm playing Demio with friends, you know? Like, yeah. I can do it now, but yeah. but it's much better if, if I actually feel like I'm present and I can you know, interact with it. Th so that is actually such a good point. Probably you want to meet again with your friends if you have real life friends and, and uh, be in the same space, in the same physical space and wear mm -hmm. something like the Quest 3 because you can still see each other. Yeah. And um, and then so, so this is like this an entertain, entertainment feature. And then there might be some yeah. kind of other like productivity or learning tools like, again, Piano Vision. Uh, it, Piano Vision is a launch title for um, for Quest okay. 3. 
and I I helped them with their trailer. Oh, I, cool. I made a trailer for them. That was the and, secret the thing that you talked about before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and um and they are now positioning themselves as the learning tool, like a a a, a mixed reality piano teacher. Right. So it's not just the guitar hero or piano hero. They actually have developed an engine, uh, two engines, in fact, that helps them. It helps people learn to play the piano in VR, like practice and learn and memorize. So it's a big thing. That alone is like a reason to buy Quest 3, honestly. Nice. Because you buy the game and you can practice piano in, v in, in AR and you don't have to spend money on like a teacher. Oh, wow. So wouldn't you be coming back again and again and again to, you know, to this headset because you're practicing doing something, developing a real life skill? That's yeah. what mixed reality should be about. Yeah, right. Exactly. Just thinking about the possibilities also for yeah. adult entertainment. What, do you, <laughs> what kind of things you can have in your room suddenly? It's, if it it's brings gonna you That's to... going to bring people back. Yeah, well, right? okay. If you, if you want to advocate for that, be my guest. I will yeah, stay away of course. from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me so, too. <laughs> so, so, there are many use cases that can do this, but now it's up to software. What kind of experiences are going to be out there and, that will and, and, you, and you know, I am sure that we're going to see lots of amazing use cases for mixed reality. Things that we even didn't think about. It's, it's going to blow us away. And this is the first time that many people are going to own such a device. So, so developers are going to bring this into our lives. So, yeah, I'm, I'm truly, truly excited. It's crazy. Seldom have been so excited about a headset. Now, <laughs> let's talk I think about... you were this excited about PlayStation VR, too. I, I, I remember yes, you were yes, jumping I was, on your chair with yes, excitement. But, but that, I, you're right. But I must tell you, I am more excited about Quest 3 now, truly. Because, yes, I was excited about uh, PSVR 2, and I still like the device. But it was not such a fundamental shift. It was not uh, such a paradigm shift like now from VR to VR plus mixed reality. So that's why I am more excited now about, about the Quest 3. So that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Now let's talk about the, the accessories. Oh, my goodness. Before the show, we said, you know what, it's just the two of us. Just one topic, so it's just going to be a one hour and 30 minutes show, just like we always say in this kind of situations. And now we're at one hour and 45, and we still have things to talk about. So let's talk quickly about the accessories. There's going to be a Quest 3 charging dock for $130. So you put your device on the thing, and it's automatically going to charge your device. I must say, I, I loved the idea on the Quest Pro, but the Quest Pro charging device, it was finicky. I didn't always find the right spot to make it work. Yeah, so um, mm -hmm. that, that sucked. But this looks better. This, this seems like, okay, there's only one spot where it really works, like charges, and that's it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, doesn't it look quite similar to the previous one they had um, on Actually, Quest 2? I don't, I don't remember the name, but um... actually, it looks it looks um, like there's not so many ways to put it. Like uh, for the for for example, for the controllers, you had to find the right way to put it there. 
right? Oh, no, I'm talking about Quest 2. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the, the Quest Pro was finicky, but they yeah. also had like a, a charger for Quest 2. Ah, this one really? has like little, this one has like little pockets for, for controllers. I like that. Yeah. Uh, but I will always miss the feeling of, you know, just the ability to put this upside down and then it's ready for you to grab. I will always miss that. Mm -hmm. I know that we are like entering the ringless controllers era, but I will always miss my <laughs> my ring. Okay. Just because of how easy it is right. to to pick it up. No, it's nice. I just I just you know as soon as the headset comes out, the third party. I uh, just want to say again, creators will make it and. and Hundred thirty dollars. Honestly, hundred thirty dollars. I don't think I'm going to buy it for this price. It's yeah. Somebody just said. That you can simply buy these kind of magnetic chargers. Magnetic cable costs 15 euros. Exactly. Richard Cyberpunk says it. And I totally agree. But of yeah. course, if you have the money, it's going to be friggin' nice to have it. It's going to look good. Mm -hmm. And your <laughs> device will always be charged, which I like it. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. you, know, you know, like with the Quest Pro, because of the charger, I never felt bad about the battery life. It was always kind of charged. And, and I seldom play longer than two hours. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, I do like that. Yeah, yeah. these charging dogs—they make a difference. They kind of—you develop a habit of putting it there, and then you you forget about it. Of yeah. course, I do have Bobo VR little battery packs that are always yeah. connected love them. to. I love them. I, I have unlimited battery life. Everybody loves them. Really great device. Yeah. Then we have the Quest Three Elite strap. We get a bit of plastic for seventy dollars. Mm, I would say same no. Stuff. I would it's say the same stuff. It's the same stuff exactly. I. I would honestly not pick this one up because it doesn't have a battery and you probably want to have extended battery life. Um, mm. No, probably no. Um, I love yeah. I loved the Quest 3 Elite strap with battery from the Quest 2. Really loved it. Mine did not break, so I was lucky for some reason. <laughs> and I thought it was it was super nice and um, yeah, helped with the front heaviness of the Quest 2. So mm -hmm. what are your thoughts about $130 Quest 3 Elite strap? Buy or no buy? Mm, wait. <laughs> yep. Agreed. Great. Yeah, Agreed. There, there's going to be more options for you to choose from. And some people still prefer the Elite Strap to other designs, like from yeah. TV or Bobo VR. Like, yeah. I, there are people who find Bobo VR Halo Top uncomfortable. Okay. I, like, there are people who think, who, who think that it's too wobbly. Um, so I think wait and then look at your options okay. and yeah. watch some. Watch some reviews, probably. Right, right. <laughs> watch MRTV, watch Disco VR, and so many other channels. Yeah, so I like that, but probably it's a bit overpriced. $130, probably this costs uh, Meta like $25 to produce. So let's talk about the Quest 3 carrying case. Very nice design. I own the first one. $70. Probably the same again, right? Great. It's going to be a great quality, but $70 is a bit steep. Probably wait for $25 from China. What do you think? I prefer a third-party one simply yeah. because this one is so snug. It's it very has, small. It leaves no room. It leaves no room for anything else. Like, what if you want to pick a cable? What if you want to pick some battery pack? Some, uh, you know, a, a little microfiber cloth to wipe your lenses. I don't know, just like little stuff. Um, there's no room for it. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Makes it's the stylish, sense if you want to travel. but it's. Very small. Yeah. Mm. So let's wait this one for is a no the others. I would say this one is a no-buy for me because Agreed. it's just not practical. Agreed. Agreed. So what about this whole Quest 3 silicon facial interface? 
Um, could you tell us a bit more about this the facial interface situation? What's what kind of material is the one that it comes with? Is it the same like Quest Two? No, it's not foam. It's something like fabricy material. I okay. don't really know. Like it's not completely fab, but it's not it's not foam. So I How was did you like surprised. It? How did you like it? Was it was good. It was okay. good. Yeah, I like okay. it. And I was honestly, I was kind of surprised that they were selling facial interface uh, uh, because they changed the design of the stock one. And I thought, oh, cool. They are giving a good facial interface <laughs> in the box. But looks like they still have the one that they sell. It's like meta being meta. But right. I, I, I found it quite comfortable. Um, okay. I didn't use it for long enough to see if it was going to irritate my skin right. or leave in a mark. It uh, it did leave like the a Quest mark. Like the Quest Pro did. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the the video that you did, the first video, <laughs> it was it was hilarious. I loved that video. I mean, that's the reason why I bought the top strap. I mean, yeah, this I, little I thing is say like it's it solved the problem. Like it's yeah. Yeah, that's it. So they give like they sell a forty forty dollar. Uh, Facial interface in Quest 3, and they couldn't come up with a little Velcro strap for Quest Pro. Agreed. Ridiculous. Agreed. They said their priority straight in terms of comfort. <clears throat> yeah. So so this this one you didn't get to try, right? The silicone no, facial interface. No, actually, I, I don't think I've tried any of the accessories. Oh, yeah. Okay. Even the controllers. I mean, those uh, those look so cool. Those, uh, yeah, those active straps. I saw them all. I, I saw all the accessories, but uh, we just tried um, the headset the way it's out of the box. Yeah. And I must tell you, I think it's very smart from Meta that they are doing this now um, in-house as well. Like the active straps for the controllers, for example. Because obviously the need is there, right? And why should they leave money on the table for third parties when they can take it mm -hmm. themselves? It makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. these kind of controller straps that help you to keep the controllers in your hands. Yeah, absolutely. Probably the competition is not going to be much cheaper here. So yeah, why not? Would love to try them out. How about mm -hmm. these colorful facial interfaces and head straps? This is exactly the same like the originals, but just different colors. Did I get that right? E yeah okay. yeah they're so cute i love yeah. that that's like the little thing that just gets you excited where they finally give you more colors something okay. about yeah. that choice and uh i just love that dusty blue one it looks so nice nice like yeah, the, true. the orange one is very bright and you'll be noticed right away so if you want to be a little bit more eccentric it's very very bright like it looks kind of muted in here but it's a very bright orange color like it's out there. Okay. Um, but the blue, it's just, it's soft and it creates a little bit of an edge to your headset without being too screaming. I love that. Like if I had a choice, I would totally get the the blue the blue one. Um, I was hoping that would be selling like editions, like Quest editions, blue, you know. Uh, directly with those in, yeah. Yeah, but, but it looks like they are just selling them as accessories, which is a shame because it's exactly the same stuff. Okay, and, got it. Um, yeah. But no, it's it's nice. It's interesting that they finally decided to customize it. <laughs> yeah, why so... not? Why not? It's smart. Yeah. Why not make some money on top with the color? It makes so much sense from the business standpoint, and people will love it, right? Uh, but I I, re yeah. I really wish that I was like present at that me meeting when they were deciding on the colors because I want to know why they chose these two colors. It's it's only two. 
So there has to be so much thought put into those two colors. I really want to know right. like, that's, what was that's in truly head. interesting. This kind of decision making, what's behind it. Yeah, very cool. Mm -hmm. But I must say, Voodoo, yeah, my German content creator friend, he tested out the orange version and he didn't like it. And the reason was, he said, as compared to the normal standard version of that face strap, you have, you're going to see light leakage from that orange color. It's not completely blocking out the light. Oh so my he said, God. like, don't buy the orange one. Go for the standard what? one. What? Yes. They had, like, all these Funny, people right? had all these meetings. They decided, okay, we'll have two colors, the blue one and the orange one. And they didn't think about exactly. <laughs> that orange is too bright for, exactly. for funny, the light. Right? That is they funny. could have made, but they, but they could have made like a black insert inside, exactly. just painted black inside. It's bright orange on the inside too. Yeah, that's like why. It's so bright. That's why you have light leakage. What? The yep. Like seriously? Seriously. That's such that a was, fail. That is really a big fail in my opinion. I, my my my, my camera even went stuff, out of people. focus. Like yeah. I was so shocked that my camera went out of focus when I when I when I thought, <laughs> yeah. wow. You have to think about everything in VR. It's crazy, but, but orange, yeah, it makes sense, right? That it doesn't block the light, and there's gonna be light leakage. So yeah, don't get don't get the orange one. <sighs> Word of warning, right? Nice one. Nice one. So. Also, it's so smart. They're bringing out their own um, VR prescription lenses for the Quest 3. Makes so mm -hmm. much sense. It's, it, it's a no-brainer, right? So $50. I wonder, is it $50 for one or for both? <laughs> what? For one? I, I didn't even <laughs> think that they would sell only one. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, su I'm surprised they gave a price because usually, you know, when you look at uh, VR Wave or VR Rock, the price depends. Right. On, on your prescription or no prescription or blue light filter, how does it work? Like, do there's a prescription lenses, so you can't right. buy plain ones. Also, fifty dollars is actually quite cheap. It's for very cheap. I, I really think Thanks. this is a fantastic price. So they are going yeah. to give uh, like lots of competition for the others that we know, right? Like VR, yeah. VR Wave, uh, VR. They're going to drive them out of business, it's, or they will wow. be lowering their prices. This is yeah. interesting. It is. It is going to be a tough competition, without a doubt interesting that uh, meta is joining this race yeah <laughs> now i yeah now okay. maybe maybe it is per one because that would make sense yeah price wise yeah absolutely absolutely because it, it does seem a bit cheap honestly speaking and i know that yeah. other companies also um have the prices on the website by lens so i could imagine mm. this is this is per per lens not per for both okay right so yeah let's see We'll, we'll see. It's easy to test later on. Just yeah. try, place an order, go to the very last step. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, let's talk about... We don't have so many topics anymore, so we will be finished soon. Nearly reached, reached the two-hour mark already. Wow. So, yeah, let's talk for a moment about this Lego game. Let's have a look here at the trailer. It looks pretty magical, in my opinion. Like, I, I loved Lego as a child, and I still think it's amazing. So now you can build virtually or in mixed reality, and you can, you can even play with the stuff and have a great time with it. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm super, super looking forward to Lego Brick Tales. What are your mm -hmm. thoughts about this? October yeah. 12th is very, very soon. So soon. Oh. 
Yeah, like two days after you get after uh, for some people you will some people who pre-order they will be getting it on uh on October 12th. Um that's such a cool cool idea, man. Like honestly, it might not be for me though. Um <gasps> what? Just what? I mean just just because the same reason why I don't do like VR VR puzzles and not not puzzling places puzzling places is amazing but like there are some experiences that you can do flat puzzles and uh and even like painting i just i love the idea of having that piece in in real life okay and um sure. i feel like it's too much time spent on building something that i can't show off like playing is one thing but if you're building something you want to have it and admire it and uh, still, it's just, it's my personal it's, like, it's going, work. It's, going, it's just the glitch, really. But it's going to be there in VR or in mixed reality. Probably you can put those those um, things that you build into your room somehow, just like you can put those um, virtual pictures everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But nobody will see it if you, someone comes over. Like, no. I have a big Harry Potter castle that I've Everyone. built, and I spend so much time. Yes. And people come over, and they're like, Oh, what a great castle you have. But you Tatiana, know, like, I love that. <laughs> everyone is going to wear smart glasses in the not-too-distant future. Okay. That's, and then I will, when that happens, call me, and, yeah. and I will buy okay. the game. And we will I be in this podcast. Game. And I will say, you know what? In 2023, you said, like, you don't like Lego Brick Tail because you're building something and nobody's going to see it. <laughs> I never said I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, I no, no. said, it's not for me. Yeah, and right. also... Is that there's the 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 part where you're actually holding the pieces in your hands? Of course. And I don't think I don't think this the is, hand tracking is there yet. Yeah. But also the the great thing about it is that Lego is freaking expensive. It's yes. so it's it's it costs so much to buy really big high quality uh, uh, boxes of you no know, those constructions. It not first of all, not everyone can afford it. Second of all. Not everyone has enough room in their house to showcase everything. Like that's a problem that I'm facing right now. I love Lego, but I'm running out of space. Like I already have a wall of VR. I'm gonna have a wall of Lego. It's hard to to find a place in your in your in your living space for it. So this game is going to solve that because you have as much space as you as you want. Exactly. And then once you're done playing, you don't have to uh, put all the pieces back into the box. Nothing. Mm -hmm. You just get the device off and you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really, really looking forward to this. It's. I think it's fascinating. It would. It would be fascinating even if it was just VR. But having that in mixed reality and like playing on your real table. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah I'm it's also <laughs> one of those things that's going to bring people in because it's one of very few chill experiences that are actually fun. Like the puzzling places is really fun and you can use it to introduce new people into VR. Like my mom tried it in pass-through. So my mom is quite freaked out whenever she's like in a fully immersive space. She doesn't like it. She's like, ah, oh, I'm so scared. Like there's, I'm somewhere. I'm not here. It's, it's, it's crazy. But then if it's mixed reality, then she feels like she is in her room and there are just little pieces floating around and she can, she can build castles and she can build uh, different uh, images and and that and that got her excited she's like yeah i can see myself playing this it's really fun so that's the the bodice of mixed reality just easing people in 
VR and also creating experiences that people can enjoy and chill in their home while still being present in the real world. Because I imagine if you're putting Lego pieces together, you're totally available for a conversation. Yeah, right. Uh, you can even watch TV if the pasture quality is good enough for that. You can like talk to to other people, so you're not isolated. And that exactly. is going to be the key for this game's success, in totally, my opinion. I totally agree with you. So this is going to happen on 12th 12 of October. Well, we're going to be so busy. I, because I really want to show everything, you know? Like, oh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> also, one more thing is the augments let me show you that so augments are little persistent mini apps that live in your room like for example uh, a picture a virtual picture or probably a virtual fireplace or any kind of thing like some small apps like instagram reels they can put into your place that is exactly the augmented reality future that we always envisioned for these ar glasses exactly this and now it's coming to our living room on 10th of October. Mm -hmm. I'm freaking excited. Like, I, okay, I've mentioned it in this podcast so many times, but this is really, really a game changer. And I've been waiting for this for so long. And I bought the HoloLens 2 for like 4,000 euro, never used it really. But this is looking so good and we can get it for $500. Are you mm. kidding me? Like really <laughs> shut the f up and take the <laughs> money. Shut the front door. Shut the front door, exactly. That's crazy. They, they really, <laughs> yeah. they, they so got me. They 100% got me. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really exciting. I think the potential really? of this is, is, is more exciting than the state it will be in now because we are not going to be wearing it all the time, this headset, right? We are only going to be wearing it for games. So Who knows? it's Who just knows? cool <laughs> that you can do it. Yeah, no, until it's like little glasses, yeah, of like course. little visors. I agree. But, but we're going to get there, obviously. This is just the first step. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's, is it, does it make you feel a little bit like eerie? You think that people will be spending money on virtual objects and decorating their houses in AR rather than in real life? No, I think it's if amazing. It's cheaper, uh, if it's I, cheaper to decorate it in VR, then in real life, we will have like empty houses, live in boxes, and everything will just be AR generated. Could it's absolutely it could absolutely be like this, that 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 is the future. I don't know. That's that's amazing. Wow. Mm. So many. Figment can do that now. Actually, yeah, Figment. Right. It can. Uh, have it you can played that? I have played it. Yes. Yeah. That is that is truly exciting. Wow. Uh, and just yeah, think well, about it. Just think about it. You you cannot only augment your your houses. You can also augment the people that you live with, <laughs> you know, like, uh -oh. like your partner, probably um, she, she, or she doesn't have to wear makeup anymore. And then you just turn on the makeup that you like on her. Really? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm telling you this, this might sound a bit funny right now, but it will be our reality. In a, in uh, for a, content creation, maybe, because there is a little bit of a double standard there. Because you, Sebastian, you can yeah. like wake up, turn on the camera, and you're ready to record. Yeah. Takes me much longer than that. That's yeah, why I'm but... slower at content creation <laughs> than most people. Yeah, but, but you, could do, you could do that even, even now and have some kind of filter on it. You know? Uh, it's not going to be filter. I think it's going to be like 3D realistic avatars. For example, yeah, you're right. 
You're right. And we have, we have seen that also already um, actually last week, right? When um, Mark Zuckerberg was at the Lex Friedman show. Have you seen that part? Have you seen that crazy um, realistic avatars that they were showing off? That they were like, I think they were like conversing using yeah, yeah, avatars right. at some point. Yeah, they, they were. The, the whole thing was in VR. They were they were wearing um, Quest Pros, and um, Mark Zuckerberg was showing off these super realistic avatars, and it looked it looked amazing. It looked yeah. so good. It looked as if they were there in real life. So mm -hmm. yeah, isn't it weird how like everybody is uh, everybody's criticizing Meta for their awful avatars that they put in Horizon Worlds. And and they're just sitting there knowing that they can make these hyper-realistic 3D avatars that it like you barely can tell that it's not human. And they're just sitting on this thinking, yeah, we're going to ship those, those Horizon avatars that look like Bratz dolls. And, and we will sit on the news that, that they can already do something like that. It's just crazy to me. Like, this is what they should be pushing now. Because that's what people want. They they don't want cartoonish avatars. They want to feel right. real. Yeah, like that. Check this out. This is an avatar. This is not Lex Friedman. I mean, this is this is the avatar version of Lex Friedman, and this is how the conversation looked. And they were both just wearing Quest Pros, and Quest Pros it, it does have facial tracking, right? So just see what we're going to get soon. Wow, absolutely, no. absolutely mind blowing. You know, I, I truly, truly love to see that. And I was super happy. Uh, I mean, Meta was probably shocked when Apple said, like, you know what? Um, we're going to have these super lifelike avatars in our Vision Pro when it comes out next year. And then people um, compared that with the, with, the, with the comic avatars of Meta and thought, like, you know what? Like, exactly, wow, exactly. Yeah. killing it, right? But yeah, they, they also, as you can tell, they also have this kind of technology already. Mm -hmm. It's just yeah. a matter of time and until it comes out. Yeah, so I'm sure that that's the... Re wow, yeah. Oh, my God. Those shadows. Wow. Yeah, so that's um, that's basically what they decided to show off probably because of... of the, they had to because of the Apple Vision Pro, like, exactly. Oh, no, no, we also got that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's... They should have probably showed it off earlier so that people didn't give them so much crap about the Horizon avatars. Right. The Horizon <laughs> avatars. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Like Mark Zuckerberg standing in front of that, um, what was it? Like the cathedral in Barcelona, right? It looked so funny. Yeah. Like, this, yeah is, so, this is something different they were, here now. Yeah, they were sitting on this piece of news for so long. and, and Yeah, they had and to show it off. Finally. Finally. Yeah, yeah that's what people want. That is exactly Amazing. what people that's what we're going to get into very soon. So what kind of crazy revolutions are we getting into, right? The AI revolution, which is unbelievable. Together with, with, with this, it's, it's an exciting time. It's, an, it's a truly, truly exciting time to be alive. And oh, for us, right? Like, like, um, to be in this industry. To be in this industry is freaking amazing. I'm happy about it. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Right. And we're here. We're reporting on it. We are reporting on it, and we're going to to report on it every single week here on the Next Dimension podcast. And as you can feel it already, we're wrapping this up. <laughs> we're already much longer than we wanted to be on, and uh, we truly hope that you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Dimension podcast. 
even though we only had one topic, it was Meta. And Meta really, really rocked this week with the MetaQuest 3. As you could tell, um, Tatiana and me, we are honestly giddy about this. We want this. We're excited about it. And no, this podcast is in no way sponsored by Meta. I'm even not getting the device, right? I have to buy it myself. So it's super excited about it. Super, super excited about it. I hope that you are also as excited as um, Tatiana and me are. If you are, give it a thumbs up. And if you enjoy this podcast, if you want to say thank you that we're doing it every week for you, then the best thing that you can do right now, get out your iPhone or iPad, open the podcast app, which is pre-installed there, and find us and give us a five-star review so more people can find this podcast. Also, leave a comment right now to tell YouTube, yes, I want two hours of this goodness <laughs> in my stream and in more people's stream. So do leave a comment and tell tell um, YouTube that you like this. Yes. And subscribe to Tatiana Disco VR, which is an amazing channel. Obviously, also subscribe to MRTV. And yeah, well, any last words for this podcast, Tatiana? Yeah, we need to see the results of the poll. Oh, I totally forgot about this. You're so, <laughs> you're so right. Oh, actually, more people than I thought are going to buy the 128 gigabyte version. So we have 246 votes. Wow. Wow. That is amazing. And wow, 53% are going to go for the 128 gigabyte version. I did not expect that. That's almost half and half. That's pretty incredible, actually. That is pretty, that is pretty incredible. I had really thought that more people would go for the bigger version. You so probably have a biased community, though. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're right. Probably also PCVR fans here. You're right. Exactly. This is, this is true. So oh, interesting. So very interesting. Yeah. So thanks for for joining the poll, and again, thanks for listening to this live. Give it a thumbs up right now, and we're looking forward to see and hear you next week. Until then, bye bye. See ya.